<laughs> well, here we are Hello. around the old oak mm-hmm. table. It is Taylor Trash Fly Fishing Podcast, episode 29. 20, 28. Eight. 28. Why did I write down 29? I even asked you guys. <laughs> episode 28. You know what? Let's just skip 28. We'll make people think, like, why can't I find this? <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're like, well, it would kind of go with the normal mm-hmm. of... Um, it probably would have helped confuse them if I didn't say that out loud, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We just did all that through, like, baseball hand signals. Right. So, I've got a question, um, Ben, before we lit the fuse. Is, well, real quick, is the question, did you accidentally close your 10-weight rod in the door very lightly today and in the back of your mind wonder, is this going to break when I'm in the Keys next month? Yes, I did. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, so... Did you guys like my pre-show? Yeah, your pre-show was great. <laughs> I just did like the best like 10 minutes of podcasting ever <laughs> before. Yeah, Carl Carl was like I was awesome. I was going. This is what happens when Carl doesn't drink. Yeah. He thinks See? we're doing things. So what are we doing is now? Yeah, we're now, doing it now. now. Do it live. Doing, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is today? All right, we shower are, day. It's shower day. Mm-hmm. I'll shower today. That sounds reasonable. <laughs> uh, anyways, I did kind of rudely interrupt you, Larry. You were no, I. You know, <laughs> before before we came on to record, we were trying to help Sir Ben. Ben is trying to burnish his image a bit. He's uh, wanting people to know just what the fucking score is. So he's contemplating a personalized Florida vehicle registration tag yeah. for uh, an upcoming vehicle purchase. And we're, we're trying to brainstorm different ideas mm-hmm. that would evoke that observation by a fellow well, commuter that says that motherfucker that right gets it there or raise awareness for fly fishing okay like, okay this guy doesn't throw bait mm-hmm. what does what does strip set mean i, mean, uh, I don't want to think i'm a gigolo but at the same time that's a pretty good one a little bit of a yeah, What's but that, guy but that could lead to life? confusion. Lead to confusion. The, the, they would see strip set, and as they pull up next to you at the light, they look over and they go, I don't get it. The fucking no. brawny guy yeah. is the, stripping? The brawny yeah. guy. Well, it is actually kind of the perfect cover costume for a male stripper, to be fair. The brawny um, guy. The brawny guy. You've got, you've got the, the plaid. Um not you already have you not already have tightest some, pants, but I'm gonna look, be honest. My ass looks pretty good in that pair of jeans. <laughs> um, and, and you're already carrying some cleanup material. In you case are. You know. it, I'll tell you what. So with we're gonna recap because clearly this is happening. Um, <laughs> and so so did you choose brawny because of the amount of moisture that it picks up? Mm. Is it a, a quicker picker upper? No, I'm I'm all about the the journey. Not the destination. <laughs> um. <laughs> so right now, you're you're, yeah. you're leading uh, personalized tag. Correct is, is no bait. No bait. I think, and you're gonna have to get your Googler going uh, or whatever site you're on. Why not just fucking slap them right across the fucking forehead, like just bam, and go f- go straight for the throat with fly pole. Oh, <laughs> that's a perfect okay, so, seven letter. Yeah, Wait, so we have on. seven letters. So yeah, usually two sets of three in a space. You can fill them all the way up. Yeah, and it just says fly pole. Fly pole. 
Is Flypole available? Flypole is available. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Dude, I kind of really like this idea because everyone's first off, people are going to be like, what? Does this guy fly to the North Pole? Mm -hmm. Other people, any fly fisherman is going to get just really like road rage angry really quick. So as weird as this is, a lot of real words are available. Right. You see so many that are really hard to distinguish. And Uh then when you distinguish what the word might be, it only kind of just hints at what they meant. Right. So, there's, you know, when you're like on road trips and you're like looking for them, uh-huh. some of it's really outlandish. And some of it so is there's like hard nobody. to decipher. Some of it you're yeah. like, what the fuck are they I've saying? I've asked people. Have you? Like pulled up next to them. Like, I get what? people ask me all what the time. Trying they're like, to convey? Yeah, yeah. they're like, and, and the weird thing is they'll get it. They'll go, bait, 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 what? Bait, mm-hmm. bait. I'm like, bait, B, eight, bait. H eight er hate er and they're like, what does that mean? And I'm like, well, mm-hmm. a few different things, but primarily I fly fish, so I don't use bait. I'm a bait hater. The skiff I also have has a storied history of a tournament that was called the Bait Haters Tournament. So it's kind of twofold. See, I haven't heard that story. Yeah. So if you look over the door, yeah, you see that. Measuring stick from the tournament. Oh, yeah. So, anyway, nice. um, I, I personally, not just because I'm the genius that came up with yeah. it, I like well, fly pole. I think that's, I think that's pretty pretty unique. I think you can get away with it a little bit more than no bait, because that could still mean you use artificial Ted tackle. Ted tried to get bait hater um, up in Canada, yeah. and they shot him down. They said the, the letters were all too similar, and it was confusing. Oh, because the bean and eight next to each other. And yeah, 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 and if he wrong. was robbing a bank, it'd be yeah. hard to report him, yada, yada, yada. Whatever. Yeah. But they the, asked uh, nicely up my there, brother's they don't, they don't like motorcycle handle used to have 8B8. It was like a completely random generated one, but it had 8B8B. What? And then like a T or something. Huh. It's an under twenty one so, tag, white with red. Another one you could do. I, F L I, F S H. Oh, I fly fish. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> I fly fish is available. Hmm. Yeah. So that's See three that options. Works. Yeah, we're getting really, the list together. The mm-hmm. bigger question is, will you get to the tag office before somebody listens to the show? Oh, oh the yeah. Tag office. For, and that's another two-folder. Well, so here's the deal. So, um, so are the, we delaying the publishing <laughs> of the podcast until you've secured your tag? <laughs> no, because I don't think anyone's planned on taking the day off of work tomorrow. Your boss To lady? go screw up um, with my life. Boss lady. I said your boss let you. Oh, yeah. he's he's cool with it. Okay, he he's for a license plate like that. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, I mean, I had to tip him. It's like it's like the old school restaurants where like you used to pay the manager to wait. What? What restaurants you go to? Okay, hang on. No, no, no. Wait, 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 wait. You hear me out. We got to backing up. What type of club? This is back to... There's a new segment we're going to start. By the way, I this segment is brought to you by yes Spruce, Spruce Creek Logger. From Otto's Toy Shop Pub and Brewery. Very good. In State College, Pennsylvania. Courtesy of uh, Brandon Reeder 
Uh, Brandon, these beers are delicious. They went very yeah. well with the burgers we just had off the Traeger. And thank you so much for thinking of us and sending us the beer. For sure, Indeed. man. Indeed, yeah. The uh, new segment, not approved yet, haven't asked, um, <laughs> called Ben's Spook Days. Whoa. From yeah. <laughs> when Ben used to do some sketchy stuff all over the world. Um, after the last podcast and we talking about trafficking, I've gotten some interesting messages. Bro, what did you do? What are you talking about? Who are you? When we were talking um, about the disappearance of... Uh, Ron Sheepstra. Sheepstra. Uh, ben made a path. comment about... Yeah. Trafficking yeah. body so, parts. I, People liked it. At work, I've been <laughs> talking to Carl. I said, you know, there's actually some like legit sketchy stuff. So we might do a segment called Ben's... Uh, Spook days. Well, you know, I, I feel like that's we've actually also been working on a very Ben centric um, segment for the show. Oh God, the, it's going to be very nervous. You got that we're gonna smile. Call it. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually uh, the the genius that lives uh, north of the border. In uh, now, I'm even more scared. Yeah. So so Ted has been uh, crafting a new uh, segment that you're going to be the star of. Oh shit! And it's going to be basically. Ben's relationship advice. Okay, actually, this would be pretty dope. Uh, We're going to call it Ben, respecting the ladies. <laughs> Dude, I can be down with this. So um, We're still working on our first question. And, and oh God. Once we, once we get our first question out, it'll kind of set the tenor of, okay. of the spirit of the, the segment. And we're hoping that listeners... We'll call in. Well, I mean, we don't well, call you know in, but I mean. you know, send Instagram a message. call in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and call in on that DM. Slide into the DMs for Ben's yeah. relationship advice. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've totally forgotten where I was going with this. Um, Trafficking in body parts. Yeah, but in there rest- was in restaurants. Bringing it up. But, oh, yeah. Um, you're paying the oh, manager yeah, restaurant. So for what? When you used to be like a waiter. It was illegal, but you could pay the shift manager, and he would put you in the better section with more tables at the better times, and you'd give him a percentage of your tips. Rude. And quid pro quo. Nice. To get more. There's a book called Waiter Rants that this dude who worked at this high-end New York bistro wrote, changed all the names, and wrote about... But if about, you read it, you knew who he was talking about. Well, if you worked there, if you worked there, but he changed the name of the diner, the name of all the staff. There's only one person in the whole history to of him doing this. For a, Carl, have you ever worked in in food service? No, so you've never done restaurant. Mm-hmm. Ben, have you? Yeah. Okay. I have. Yeah. Yeah. Me. Me as well. Um, I started, uh, and the crazy thing in Nashville, the restaurant is still there 30 years later. Uh, Dalt's American Grill. I'm going to go see if your employee of the month is still on the wall. <laughs> no, I don't think it is. Um, I, I took a, I went in and interviewed for server and was told, oh, we don't have that position. But, you know, if you would bust tables the very next time that position becomes available, you'll already be here and we'll promote from within, yada, yada. I was in college. I was like, sure, whatever. But it was cool. We got tipped out from all the wait staff. Yeah. And there were servers that legit tipped you out the way they should and then there were servers that you know i just been busting all your fucking tables yeah yeah i got a pretty good idea what your sales were and you fucking stiff me yeah guess what your section doesn't get fucking bust very hard the next time yeah I work well yeah you. so yeah you do you know, it slower and then they don't catch they don't, the customer that's right the other section that's right it's it's the honor system 
to the point of don't screw each other because I can make your life just as difficult as you're making mine. You think you're making good money? What happens when you miss three big parties because uh, your, your I haven't gotten there yet? I'm too yeah, busy. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I like there's a lot that of, There's a lot of moving parts there. There are. Um, if they don't tip out like the kitchen uh-huh. or something, yeah, and what, oh yeah, want, they're waiting for for food, right? Oh, yeah, dirty. You know, the, there's a lot of relationship that if you haven't read that book, you should go get it. It's mm-hmm. pretty good. And there's only one person who like so he used to have an online blog where he'd tell all these stories for like seven or eight years, and only one person ever figured it out, and it was Russell Crowe. Figured out who it was, came back to the restaurant like a week later and says, "You're that guy." No he's way. like, what are you talking about? Like, I was like, don't write any more stories about me, man. Like, he was actually a nice guy, but it was like yeah. close enough to figure it out. And he's like, <clears throat> I realized just how quick if that guy said I figured it out all because he's got so many people that follow him around and track him, this whole thing could be blown. <laughs> so, so that you know, Russell Crowe, obviously celebrity. Yeah, um, I would imagine that if Russell Crowe goes to a restaurant, whatever the restaurant, and has a meal. Whoever is serving him probably is going to get a better than average tip. I would hope You so. would hope, right? So when Shannon and I first were dating, um, she worked as a hostess at the old Hard Rock in front of Universal. Yeah. It um, was a Hard Rock restaurant. Yes. Yeah, it was yeah, a yeah. Hard, mm-hmm. and, and it was the building was shaped like a guitar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome place. I remember I, I went there. I've <clears throat> yeah. been there before. And um, as working there, there were quite a few celebrities that would come in, and they would usually get a heads up that, you know, so-and-so's coming in. So they would, like, get a table kind of off to the side, you know, and keep it reserved for them or whatever. But uh, back then, Shaquille O'Neal was uh, playing for the Magic. Yeah. And he loved coming into the Hard Rock after home games at the old arena. And he was very well known for the level of tipping that he would Mm -hmm. throw down. And I can't remember the name of the server, but he came in and he would always do like just something real simple, small, just like almost like, you know, just a snack, really. He was just, he just wasn't ready to go home, but he was on his way home to Windermere and he would stop in and get whatever. And maybe his bill is going to be 35, 40 bucks. Right? Yeah. And he asks the server, and it was a it was a girl, if I remember correctly. He was like, hey, just wondering, what's the best tip you've ever gotten? And she didn't even like think it over. She just instantaneously said, Oh, who it was it was another basketball player. She oh. said, so and so gave me three hundred bucks. And when he left, he like doubled that mm-hmm. on a, like a thirty dollar <laughs> check. Yeah, and you know how smart was she to just like oh, I go ahead yeah. and paint him right back into yeah. the corner and be like, well, so and so, yeah, make it the, real. Uh, Michael Jordan was just in here and he gave me a thousand dollars. Hard Rock Cafe that's there now. <laughs> there's a section of the Berlin Wall behind it. Is there really? Yeah, that's kind of it's like a legit yeah. section from the Berlin Wall. Do you remember when <laughs> Michael Jordan? Um, Took his little foray into baseball. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think he wore number 45. 45, the yeah. Barons. Mm-hmm. He um, he was down for spring ball 
I was working at the Dolphin on Disney property, and I was working as the hotel driver. And his family lived in the presidential suite for the entire spring training season. Which cost more than yeah. he made playing baseball. Real life well, problems. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm sure. But um, I had to go to the airport and pick him up, not him, his family up. And holy crap, his wife was a tipper like you would not believe. <laughs> and, you know, they flew in private. So I pull out on the ramp. And it was weird because, like, most corporate aviation, like, would come into, like, Orlando Executive. They flew into Orlando International, which was kind of a pain in the ass to get to that side of the airport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, very very cool huh. people. Um, I got to meet a lot of really, really cool people doing that job. But it just reminded me, Michael Jordan was... I heard some kind of banter about that the other day. I, I don't know if it was a podcast or whatever, but the... You have to, as a celebrity, like tip too much. Right. Or you're like the next day, you're, you're a really yeah. cheap yeah. celebrity. Right. You know, yeah. everybody would yeah. know who they're talking a, about. So and so's a scumbag. Yeah, he's, he's you know he's tight ass, man. Oh. He doesn't tip. He tipped ten percent. Yeah. You well, tip as much well. as anybody else, you're done. Dude. <laughs> right. Done in Hollywood. Well. <laughs> uh, so what's been happening, guys? You want to hear some show notes? Oh, you got some show Ooh. notes? Okay, I forgot to, um, you asked on the Instagram this week. Yes. Yes. Some I did take, yeah. And I didn't, I didn't. I have a couple of them or, written do down. Uh-huh. Well, I, if, if not. I remember one. Okay. Somebody asked if a Ginu was a skiff. No. No, a Ginu, no. A Ginu's a Ginu. That's right. Done. A Ginu is a Ginu, <laughs> close relation to Kunu. I mean, you were, right? even, you were even called out on one of them. I, yeah, well, you were yeah. called out on quite a well, few. Well, here's yeah. what I was going to say. Somebody to spelled that. my name wrong. So I was going to say it's Carl. Carl with the C, not yeah. a Marks. <laughs> right, right. Because damn. Um. Yeah. So no, no. Sorry, whoever just humiliated. My name is spelled with a C, not a K. So you must be talking to somebody else. They I think s- it was something about yeah. casting. How, how, can I fart? how far can Carl cast? Twenty, probably twenty, twenty-five feet. Easy. <laughs> <laughs> Without hesitation, thirty feet. I'm going to pause and think about it a little bit. I, yeah, I've seen you lay the string out there, yeah. like forty feet, maybe forty, forty-one. <laughs> so there, not, I don't know. there was one. It was what is the deal know. with Outcast boat works? Give us the lowdown. Oh man, what and is the, the deal? The really good one that you know kind of caught my eye is favorite game fish to target, most memorable trip. Or favorite tie? Throw tie. Okay. I was like, favorite tie. Um, yeah. Mm. Bow. Yeah. There you go. Uh, chi. Bolo. Tai Chi is my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> favorite tie. Does anyone, what, I think some um, of the other ones whoever, were. Oh, hold on here. How'd you get your starts? Bolo. The Bolo. Like kind turquoise, of like, yeah, with the turquoise. Well, I go by Bolo the Filipino machete from Ben Spook days. <laughs> Bolo, not the same as yellow, quite the opposite, actually. Ben only lives once, that's what that means. Okay, so here, here was one that I really think that we should discuss the importance of passing fly fishing tradition and etiquette down to the next generation. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I go. 
<laughs> I don't know that I'd use the word tradition because that implies, based on many books I've read, dry flies. Mm. Um, oh, uh, I'm I'm being I'm really okay. really choosing to pick that apart. I'm really being facetious with that um, for the sake of conversation. Um, that no, a, I think that's a it, funny point though. Is it some kind of? I don't think we we're very traditional. No, we're, we're not. We're very new. But in the grand scheme. I agree, but I disagree. I think that we actually harbor more of the tradition that fly fishing is built on than most people would recognize, and that being that we value the friendships and the experience that's built around Mm -hmm, fly fishing. mm -hmm. And if you look at Flip and Lefty and Ted Williams, all the, you know, all the guys that were hanging out down in the keys from time to time, you'll see flip for sure. Post pictures from way back. And it's just them chilling out, hanging out, Mm -hmm. There's not a whole lot of grip and grin photos. It's more about the experience and the relationships that he had with people. Right. And we get it all the time. Um, you know, why do you guys do that podcast? Well, we do it because y'all are fucking awesome and I like hanging out with you. Right. So, you know, we together. get together on a every other week basis, sometimes when we're able to, more often. And we get to shoot the shit about what's going on in life. Yep. We get to talk about and make fun of the people in fly fishing that are entertaining us, whether it's because, <laughs> you know, they're doing something silly, though they think they're being great, or because they're being silly and that is great, mm-hmm. you know? Right. But so to speak directly to the question, what's the importance of, of passing on the tradition? I don't know that we would ever sit down and be like, come over here and listen to old uncle Carl. Tell us, you know, the rules of etiquette on fly fishing more so than it's, why don't you just fucking pay attention to how Carl treats people and see that he tells stories, you know, out in the wild, stuff like that. Right. (laughs) You know, (laughs) well, yeah. I mean, you're going to see how, Carl interacts with people at the boat ramp, how he treats the fish when he catches them. Are you like letting it flop around on your non-skid and get all kinds of screwed up? Or are you, are you trying to be careful because you're trying to conserve something like it's be an imitator of what you're doing. Now it's on us to set a good example in all those different situations. Oh yeah. So the new guy who's on the boat, I mean, I remember when I was new to the sport, I was watching pretty heavy with the people I was fishing. What are they doing? How much, how do I need to do this? You know, I've been off, like I haven't been on skiffs in 10 years. I don't remember. And then I was a kid, so I don't remember what I'm supposed to do. Like there was a lot of that I got from, uh, from television, from like old fishing shows where it's like, all right, what's like, what's the next level? You know what I mean? What are they? They're catching the bigger fish. They're doing this. They're doing that. What are they, you know, what are they using? Where are they going? What are they doing? You know what I mean? There was a lot of that kind of stuff. Um, but socially, I mean, you don't get to like hang out with, you know, whoever, whoever's on TV right. after they're done shooting. Right. So yeah, yeah, you can learn how to. Well, you know, I got, I, I got a DM flipper. earlier this week, uh, beginning of last week, I guess today technically is the beginning of a new week. That said, hey, 
do you have any recommendations on a, any books on fly fishing? And I'm not a huge reader. Um, I just don't have the time. I don't make the time. I don't choose to do that. Um, and typically I'm not going to read about fly fishing. If I do choose something, it's probably going to be more historical, Mm -hmm. you know, military history, something along those lines. But I said, not really. And then I thought, Oh, well this book, you'd probably find interesting. So I made the recommendation. Then I realized after I made the recommendation, I said, are you asking for instructional yeah. or like story? story? Mm-hmm. And he said, well, more instructional. And I was like, Ooh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that'd be about the, that would be very close to the last thing <laughs> I would <laughs> want to read and well, try to. So, well, so my, my immediate response was, Get outside mm-hmm. and just do it. Yeah. And it led to a conversation through DM where I kind of laid out and they said, well, now that I have my skiff, I find it overwhelming trying to find areas to go fish. And then once I do decide that these are where I'm going to fish, then I'm just not sure that I'm there at the right time. And, you know, and I said, you're over fucking doing it. Yeah. Yeah. And I lined out and said, pick one area, draw a fucking one mile diameter circle. And inside that circle, pick three, very, look at it and say, that looks fishy. I'm going to learn that. That looks fishy. I'm going to learn that. That looks fishy. And don't leave that circle until you know on any given day, on any given set of conditions, one of those three spots is going to work for you. It's and gonna once have you've the right done Lee, that, it's going to. Right. Once you've done that, then add another circle somewhat nearby and three spots. And, and as you're doing that, you're schooling yourself and you're getting the best instruction because it's hands-on. Yeah. You're fucking immersed in it. Absolutely. And, and there's no book that's going to teach you that. There's not. And it's okay to go out and not catch a fish because those days you're not catching a fish, when you compile it with those days you have and in those three spots you've, you've talked about, you're you're learning more about the environment, what's going you're on. Data lo- oh, you're yeah. do- doing you're, a lot of data yeah. logging. Whether well, like, you're catching a fish or not, yeah. You know, well, that. I even I even said when you pick your area and you pick those three spots, don't just run out there and immediately start fishing. Take the time. This is one of the missing components that I see a lot. Take the time to just simply go there and stop and sit and watch what's going on mm-hmm. for thirty minutes before you really then start to fish like kind of get the lay of the land see yeah. what's going on because and you got to sit there for a little longer than you want to be there until you start kind of looking places oh, yeah. you wouldn't have looked okay like i see the big the, the big body of water in front of me i see a tree i see another tree until you're sitting there like oh wait a minute mm-hmm. look at that log under water look at that yeah. grass well, i mean look it was just sand you know what i mean like you yeah have to well it's just, like just recently yeah. i started this one little area and I started hitting it really hard. And now I know 
every down branch. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Palm frond that's been there for God knows it. Mm-hmm. Rock. Mm-hmm. And like Larry said, it's not a big and area. Let no. me let me also guess you're getting to the point now where you know I'm probably gonna see a fish right, right up there. there. Right there. Yeah. You know, it's not the exact spot, but, <gasps> but okay. I'm on this when I get to that little section of shoreline. Yep. I am at my 90th percentile of I'm going to see a fucking fish right. today. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Back here, yeah, yeah, sometimes, but like I always fucking see one there. Or like, yep. you know, when the water's seven inches higher here, that fish is probably going to be here. But when it drops to this point, he's moved over to here. Uh-huh. And you've got this migratory pattern that. I know when it's low, they're here. When it's high, they're there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've left the flat. For the most part. Here in this other, you know, but, you know, it, it took me telling myself, you know, you're not going to leave this area uh-huh. until you know yeah. everything all, about it. I'll fish with guys who are like, uh, this just doesn't feel fishy. We haven't seen a fish in X number of eighth of a mile, let's say. You know, I haven't seen one. Let's, let's go to the next place. And there's a lot inside of me that's like, Dude, if this were my boat and I were pulling, I would go all the way. Because you never know when you're going to find, at least a couple times, there's spots where right. that doesn't apply. But, like, there's one where it's like it drops to a deep mud hole. And my buddy's like, there's only ever tarp in there. I don't really like tarp. I'm like, bro, I don't care what you like. <laughs> like, It's not about you. What's on the, and then, A, he's like, yeah, it's like this weird deep mud hole. And then it goes back to the well, What's on the other side of that flat? Just shoot the mud hole. Let me catch a tarpon real quick, and I'll push you over there. <laughs> so there's there's a lot of cool like exploring that if you slow down, mm-hmm. yep. you can really start to appreciate what's around you and start really learning stuff. That's kind of a secondary thing too. So I remember you know getting into stuff and and getting into fishing a little bit more seriously. I don't know whenever in high school, it was all like very everything was very exciting. But the problem was is you're always excited. Okay. You know what I mean? There wasn't, like, you know, you could still learn stuff. I was still, like, gaining ground. However, do you know what I mean? Every, you, you didn't have enough time just to, like, calm down. Like, oh, oh, man, I just caught a fish, and I'll probably yeah, catch another you know, one. Ow! You know, you're just really <laughs> into it. You, now, I feel like if it's not that big of a deal, if I catch a fish, that's when I catch a fish. Yeah. You're not, like, stressed about getting one. That's when it happens. For me, always. Right. It's not, you know, there's no like. Well, your big. expectations as you age, um, you know, become more relaxed. Mm-hmm. You know, when you were that high school kid, there was a lot riding on you going and having that successful fishing trip and bragging right. rights and, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, a good yeah. story tomorrow. Where when we go out now, it's like you're just fucking happy to be out there. Right. Mm-hmm. Hey, if a fish rolls through and you get a good shot and it eats, fuck, that's great too. Yeah. But hey, pass me another beer. Right? Hey, w- w- is there a rocket launch next week? Right. Let's try right. to do that. Which, speaking of rocket launches, the dinghy derby mm-hmm. is the twenty second of June. Yeah, and the Falcon Heavy triple booster yeah. is going up on the 22nd. Yeah. Not dude, sure what triple time yet. banger, dude. dude. Yeah. What? <laughs> so it's almost like fucking SpaceX heard about the yeah. Dingy Derby yeah. and they're like, well, we're they're down like, with sponsoring down. a little yeah. bit of uh, extracurricular fireworks, yeah. which 
to anyone who's we're gonna just transition now. Who's anyone who's been on the fence? Like, ah, I mean, it'd be fun, but if you've never seen a launch from the water, heard a launch from the water, felt a launch yeah. from the water, do yourself a favor and try to come out for this thing because it's it's amazing. It's amazing. It's awesome. It's there's. You can well, see the water move. Yeah, especially that particular Feel it, one. that rumble. That would be yeah. like, that, that's like three shuttles going off. At yeah. The same time. yeah, it's like, huge. Yeah. So. Andrew captured that moment for me. What, he... he no, he means the hurricane. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh he, was, he was down in Florida in 92. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was Andrew 92? Oh, yeah. Andrew, Andrew was, was 92. 92. Okay, yep. I know because I wasn't alive But no, yet. it was the first Falcon um, Heavy launch in... Andrew did that little photo uh-huh, shoot with, with me you and, and Justin. Yeah. And oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's wild. Yeah, dude, unreal. It's cool. The uh, I bet that'll be like a mullet jumper. Oh yeah, for it's, probably all the way here, all the way to Oak Hill. So yeah. all the mullet just start just, just come out nuts. in a wave <laughs> when the sound wave comes across the lagoon. So that'll be get your cast nets ready. No, just just dip have nets. your boat just down. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like Asian carp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you get your football helmet on. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I try to do the rocket launch thing when I can. It's been a while since I've gotten to do it. But, you know, what I didn't realize about Charleston, what made flood tide so special is I didn't think about it. You're there in deeper channels, so you don't always get those tailing fish. So the flood tide is what gives you an opportunity. If what someone told me is correct, you get a lot higher percentage of tailing fish. So to them, it's cool. Whereas I've taken tailing fish for granted because we have them. Mm-hmm. Like kind of year-round out here. So the rocket launch and fishing that and experiencing it is kind of like a flood tide. doesn't oh, yeah. happen super yeah, often. I see where you're going. Yeah. And it's kind of like this special event. You can be out on the water, hanging out with your buddies, catching fish, having a beer, watch that thing go off, and go back to catching fish. Or if it's mm-hmm. late at night, that's just when you call it and make your run back. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's like a pretty cool, I think it has potential to be a neat social event. Oh yeah. See, and I that, think what we'll do is just get everybody to get a Twitter and follow <laughs> that. Yeah. That, cause they'll, they'll live tweet everything. Oh know, yeah. If, yeah. T minus one minute, we're ready to go or we're going to wait 15 more minutes for cloud coverage. That's what we did. When yeah. We yeah. Out, yeah. Know. Man, that worked out so well. Absolutely. We'll just get everybody to get, you know, whoever's going to go. We'll get we'll get it sorted out. So anyway, we hope to see you at the dinghy derby and poker yeah. run, uh, as well as if it happens during the day, make sure you look to the southeast for the launch. If it's in the evening, stick around. It's worth it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Anyway, well, I don't know what made uh, me think of that, but I, man, that is cool though. That's some pretty serious fireworks. Yeah. Pretty okay, serious so. fireworks. That kind of changes some of my plans for that day. I'm gonna, de- I'm gonna bring, I might bring like flashlights and stuff in case uh-huh. it runs late. Right, maybe to sneak out. Yeah, through yeah. the islands out there. Okay, for you sure. know what I mean. I don't want to give up the spot. Right. Yeah, we. Nobody's gonna go out there. I'll only bring out of towners. Right to the spot. You better yeah. wear a bug and then suit. They gotta get the hell yeah. out of it. The bugs will be brutal. <laughs> the, uh, oh yeah. Speaking of right. out of towners. Uh, Dustin Schwest reached out to me. He's going to, I think he's going to try to come. He's bringing his solo skiff. He was worried about boat parking at hotels because it's a five horse motor on a really small little boat. And so if anyone's like on the fence, like I, I don't really have a place to stay. I need a spot. I live an hour south, um, which by the time you get to a hotel, you're probably 30 minutes away from here anyways. Um, so if anyone needs to park their boat in my yard, Shoot me a message. I've got an acre and a quarter. 
Not a big deal. Gated, fenced. Uh, Cabo likes the yard. He stayed in it. He didn't get out. So your boat's not going to get out either. Um, it's not going to And we can all just carpool <laughs> up here. So that's an option if anyone needs it. Um, reach out to El Muchacho Pescado on Instagram. My my house is full. Yeah. For the Derby. That filled in. Pretty, Nicely. Pretty, pretty quick. quick. Who, who's staying with you? Uh, Who a friend of mine from the west coast of Florida and Kelsey Dick. Oh, she's coming down yeah, for yeah. it. Oh, oh, wow. She's bringing, I, bringing her boat, I believe. Bringing something to bring. Um, Kelsey, if you're listening, Larry's saying she's coming to it. Tells me you haven't registered yet. You have <laughs> less than two weeks. Get on it. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, I, I reached out to her uh, via Instagram mm-hmm. to see if uh, Pure Fishing and uh, Shimano slash G Loomis would be interested in in participating. And uh, maybe they don't love mm-hmm. the lagoon as much as we do. Mm-hmm. No so pressure, anyway, Kelsey. Yeah, no pressure. was very surprised to hear that she's coming down. Yeah, I'll Looking have no forward guests. to meeting her. Nobody wants to stay my place mm-hmm. with baby's kids running around well to be fair i didn't <laughs> offer anybody to stay i just offered their <laughs> just boats to park. Kids. <laughs> their boats can stay at my house kids with my garden bass and tilapia in the pond mm-hmm. well i don't think many people are going to take you up on staying at your house uh based on your past with uh trafficking in organs yeah. oh yeah they're gonna wake mm. up in a bathtub well, I, <laughs> I was the hero i did the opposite of traffic people i untrafficked people I don't know. Uh, well, I do. <laughs> <laughs> you have to trust me. Come on, guys. Someone, someone proved to Carl. I don't. I don't cut bodies and mm-hmm. sell organs. Come stay at my house. <laughs> <laughs> when you make it the next day, all will know. Um, and just on this dinghy derby deal, let's talk about some. Let's talk about the raffle. I yeah. know that's okay. It's getting. It's getting pretty out of it's hand. It's getting awesome. I Heavy mean, it's hitters. out of hand, but it's, uh, it's And really we want cool. it more out of hand, so don't think <laughs> yeah, you're off the hook yeah. if you know a person. I'll be honest with you. I, I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Yeah. The raffle fucking pisses me off. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah. you know, we're not. It's not like we get two and we get to give away one. Right. 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 We're, we can't even play. And yeah, we, yeah, we're not even. I was going to yeah, say, yeah, yeah, we're, you know, the employees yeah, of, yeah. Yeah. and we're not allowed to. Yeah. Right. Because, uh you know, for as much as there's some really cool stuff in the raffle that I would love to win, I know if I were part of the event and I saw the people that were organizing it winning part of the event, I'd be calling bullshit. So we're not <laughs> we're not participating in our own raffle. Um, we're not participating in the poker run. Because we'd win. Other than to make sure that you guys are having a fucking bang up awesome day. Mm-hmm. Um, we just made, uh, by the time you're listening to this, you should have seen the post on Instagram. Rich Farino, owner extraordinaire of proprietor. District, proprietor, <laughs> district Angling Face up man. in Washington, D.C., Arlington specifically, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. I think so, yeah. Just made a considerable donation to the prize stash for said raffle mauser fly fishing uh waterman eight, weight. eight yep eight weight rod a waterworks lamson reel mm-hmm. along with backing and a rio fly line and then of course some district angling swag yep. i i mm-hmm. almost 
I think you threw some like leaders in. You could <laughs> get that stuff together. Yeah, literally. Throw a fly from the Flyberry Project on and go. Or, and go. Yes. Yeah. Today. Yeah. And yeah. you're up. Yeah, it's, um, it's a turnkey yeah. setup. That being said. Uh, and I know who's going to really, really, really want to win that particular prize is going to be Chris Adams. Because there's because a visor. Because of the visor. Oh, there's a visor. visor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a visor. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, so throwing down the gauntlet, Chris, I don't care that it's your day off. Right. Come hang out with us. Don't be that guy mm-hmm. who doesn't do that thing with his buddies. That I Well, I'm sure some of you have met him. I've never met him in person. Who? Chris Adams. Really? Yeah. <laughs> what? I haven't met him. No, well, he's, he's registered for the event. So Did he? I'm, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, Ben, ben, just, even went, ben, ben just ben. went up like two octaves. <laughs> yeah. Really? Really? What? I'm so excited. <laughs> Maybe you'll take me for a ride in the Chittum. I don't I, uh, um, I'm not going to be riding the Chittum. I, uh, I'm going to. I haven't yet. I was what? texting him with him the other day, and I'm like, dude, register. Well, yeah. that's why <laughs> I thought he wasn't coming. He's out of town mm-hmm. like the week before and the week after, and he had like you know four and a half minutes here. Right. And he's, you know, so he's like, oh. I don't know. And I'm like, just come out for some of it. At right. Least, you know? yeah. So I'm glad that he registered. I'm glad he's going. Yeah, he's down to time. support, yeah. which is awesome. Yeah. So, uh, you know, right now we, between registration of people that are actually going to be participating in the event, in the actual poker run, as well as people who are participating, plus we're generous and made an additional donation plus people that can't be here, but still donated. We are rapidly approaching the $900 mark of what we will be able to donate to the Marine discovery center. Um, I believe I mentioned it in the last show. The Marine discovery center is going to take our donation and it's going to go directly to their restoration programming so that it's going to be, real benefit actual happening mm-hmm. on the lagoon because um, if there's anybody off the street there's like a general fund you mm-hmm. can just be funding a summer camp or something there you know, go whatever right so ours has been earmarked earmarked yeah. specifically going to the restoration program um and you guys were talking about that meeting tomorrow uh down in titusville mm-hmm. straight talk about the lagoon mm-hmm. um one of the young ladies that works at Marine Discovery Center who's actually in charge of the restoration work mm-hmm. is Jessie, and she's on the Indian River Lagoon Council. Nice. Um, and she'll be, I'm sure, at that meeting, most likely. But uh, we're super stoked that we're going to be able to put money in her budget, and she's going to be able to continue doing the oyster reef restoration, the live shoreline restoration, Carl, you've already done the uh, orientation. So I you, did, yeah. I, I need to go do that because Lagoon Watch is going to start very soon, mm-hmm. and I want to be able to participate and Let be a volunteer for that. Mm-hmm. So uh, i got to go down there and do that class, get fully qualified. I wonder if uh, I, it's probably a good chance I'll be the only uh, Commodore that they've ever had uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. as, as a uh, participant in any of their programs. I mean – yeah. The qualified Commodore. <laughs> I'm going to go for Admiral. I figure Captain's just so common these yes. days. You know what I mean? Or Coxswain. <laughs> I'm going to go for Gilligan. Seaman. <laughs> Yachtsman. You know? Yeoman. 
Yeoman. Yeah. Doing yeoman's work. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Coast Guard certified. Cox Wayne. We, uh, Almost had another idea for you on the. Uh oh. Yeah, yeah, it slipped my mind. It's okay. What happens as you approach fifty? Mm-hmm. So, um, Carl, do you have any other ideas Not of uh, notes that uh, have we show note stuff here? Oh. So we've we've gone <laughs> oh, over yeah. how far Carl can cast. Yeah, uh, which was an important mm. little thing. Uh, we know at that, least a lot. What's the ratio of grape jelly to hook size? Mm. Spoon your jelly, or do you use the peanut butter knife? I have an answer for that. Um, well, spoon well, your jelly. Like okay, in well, other words, like some people spoon it out and put and and then spread so, it. Or do you use the knife that you just use for peanut butter? No, two knives. Hell's to the no. Hell to the no. And <laughs> oh, oh, hold on, no, no, no. You're I know good, you're good, excited you're about this. No, no, no. You're good. Keep but going. One of the greatest inventions: the squeeze tube. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Smucker's squeeze jelly. Now I can make the most beautiful. Do you probably marbled? Really? Do you do? Do you do light peanut butter or thick peanut butter on your sandwiches? I I go like thick. I want thick. Thick, and then I just take, and it's like a big S, like Superman, Mm -hmm. and it's strawberry jelly, actually preserves, and then I just take. It's got to be on white bread. Yeah, like, it's oh, got to be like, like don't like don't wonder pull that bread. It's like foam. Bag. It's foam. It's yeah. not even like really bread. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Don't have to bake it. The uh, <laughs> growing up, my twin was allergic to peanuts, so it was a pretty cut and dry case of there's a knife that you spoon like that you oh. scoop peanut butter out with, and you the use a separate butter. spoon. Yeah, but lately so she's just been eating. She jelly lives in Orlando now. Life. No, no. Well, almond butter. Oh, it's about as exciting as tofu. Uh, actually, How's your it's, twin it's better more than, of a millennial than you. Well, according to my brother, I'm not time. because I wear plaid. I have a beard, <laughs> and he had this whole list of just <laughs> dumb things that actually, when you thought about, it, I was like, "Well, I guess I see what butter. he's saying." Nut um, butter. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> the so so, so now they, that she's they not there, the, though, do they take the almond milk and oh, shake my, it to make almond butter? Uh, you blend it. First of all, does the almond have tiny nipples have that you can um, milk it? Better? Well, it's if you go look at the shape of an almond, it comes down to that nice fine point. So, so, so ben, yeah, Ben, you recently had an interaction, and a, a, a moment. <laughs> uh oh, you shared a moment with April Vokey. I did share a moment with April Vokey. And, and you were, I gained a new follower on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Also, mm-hmm. April Vokey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was watching, as I always do, if there's a, a story that April Vokey has yeah. posted, I'm always going to check in yeah. and see what Adelaide is up to, see exactly. if Charles is making a, a, an appearance, you know, a little cameo. you got to go through about 125 stories to get a good Charles nugget. Yes, but... What really struck me is she made her own butter. Did you see that yeah, story? I did. I did. And and I guess yeah. Adelaide got pissed by that. Okay, so so here's I guess she took buttermilk yep. and put it and if you grew up in the country, which I did, you know what a butter churn is. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
and you churn butter. I've seen that. I've been aware of that, but it never, never occurred to me like it. what was actually what happening there. Yeah, yeah. So apparently, basically, she's created this small butter churn by making a small, it looks like a jelly jar, yeah. put some buttermilk in it. And I guess if and you're shake shaking it, it, it's like the shake weight. Mm-hmm. It somehow separates and like the solids come together and voila, you've got Boom. butter. Done. So when I see this story, I immediately think shake weight <laughs> mm-hmm. and I'm immediately tickled to the point that I'm laughing out loud and my lovely bride, Shannon, says, what are you watching? And I said, <laughs> April Vokey just made butter. <laughs> and she's like, why is that funny? I said, it's not. The idea that I have is what's funny. <laughs> and she's like, oh, oh Lord, gosh. what's your idea? And I said, well, our dear friend Ben <laughs> just gained April Vokey as a follower. So I think I'm going to see if I can get Ben to go along <laughs> with it. I think it would be adorable. And I'm pretty sure that's the word I used. Okay. I think it would be adorable if I bought some buttermilk and a mason jar. And a shake weight. No, no shake weight. <laughs> and and filled in. the mason jar with some buttermilk and gave it to Ben. And then had Ben looking at his phone and while he's looking at his phone, I will be behind him doing a story for the podcast story on Instagram. And you'll see Ben from behind, and Ben's going to be shaking the shit out of that <laughs> jar. And I'll be like, Ben, what are you doing? Watching April Vokey stories? <laughs> I'll be like, oh, my God, dude. Oh. And he's going to turn around and say, Dude, I'm just making butter. You making haven't butter? seen it? <laughs> oh, man. She told me I wasn't allowed to have you do that. Shannon, I appreciate that. <laughs> the, uh, that would have been a pretty hard sell on Mr. Larry's part. Um, that being said, Carl pretty hilarious. Pretty hilarious. I mean, um, you know, like. And apparently my new nickname is Hoss. <laughs> yes. So there's that. You get called Hoss. Um, yeah, yeah April. She, she's like, she's like, don't waste it, Hoss. Eat it or, or it? tan it. Which I, so here's the funny thing I almost said. Should I pee on this fish skin and give it to Adelaide as a pair of shoes? Is what I almost <laughs> captured it with. <laughs> That's part of it. like tanning fish, right? Like, like fish skin. Well, you know. can tan it with other things. It doesn't have a to be. But uric pee. acid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that was my idea. As I uh, like that idea, you know, a content creator. Yeah. I thought Ben making butter, watching April's. It would, to be fair, you just know, churning out some butter. Some of the things I've seen for people trying to get attention in the Instagram arena <laughs> that is would a lot not worse be the than worst. That. Yeah, right. right. Um, <laughs> someone, I don't know if I'm gonna call it names, but has a new hemp sponsor. Sweet, um, like a hemp oil sponsor. It's part mm. of her morning routine. So this is a new Instagram chick to me. I found out about her about a month ago. Uh, Cheyenne Orvis, hmm. uh, Colorado girl does a lot of like women's only trips in Mexico, flat batteries, which I understand is a British term for saying dead. She so says, don't come batteries. at me, <laughs> even though she's not British. Um, a lot of her stuff is, I've seen a new hashtag that I don't know if it's a disclaimer or a in your face, which is hashtag sponsored on her posts. 
Hmm. Um, okay. But it's not like the little ribbon. It's just a hashtag. Like at the just bottom. a hashtag. Yeah. yeah. Hashtag sponsored. And I don't know if it's like I'm sponsored. Yeah. I'm cool. Or like disclaimer. This is a sponsored product. I have a feeling it's the f- now. Former. I I do think that if it's a blatant ad, I think there's you're supposed to put like hashtag ad or advertisement on. I've right. seen some mo- more and more of that lately. Even with, I mean, I don't know how they would know otherwise, but yeah, I, I, think, yeah. I think you're supposed well, when you're to maybe like, do that. Like, hey, check out this battery bank slash battery starter I've got. I go and use it for all my road trips to Mexico and Alaska and blah blah blah. Like, I don't think that's something you normally like. Hey, I just stumbled across this product. I mean, right. some people, yeah, like that would be like us. Hey, dude, did you hear? I found this battery pack. I take it on my road trips. Blah blah blah. So it's not like it's disingenuous, but. The way the post was worded, it was also like very much about. I do a lot of international so, traveling. Do you and think guiding. that's her real last name, or is it just? I don't know because of... she wears a lot of Sims waiters. Okay. Someone asked her, "Why don't you wear waiters with your name on it?" She said, "If I'm being honest, they don't fit properly, and mm-hmm. I like my Sims waiters." So, mm. I don't really know what that means. Don't care enough to dig into it. You um, know, I I think. That my favorite brand of waders for lady fly fishers is probably I ha- I, I hate to admit it it's the Gucci and it's because mm. they have like the teal color yeah, oh, yeah. And, that and I always fit. it always like catches my eye and I'm like oh those are really stylish mm. really nice looking waders yeah. now performance wise I don't know maybe the cut's different so. You know, they look better, feel better, I wear better. The, I don't know. The first time I wore wading boots were Patagucci wading boots with uh, that I borrowed from a buddy that had like the metal. Yeah, the steel bar or the steel aluminum bar. bars on yeah. the bottom of them. Kind of spoiled because I've I since bought a pair of felt bottom waders. Oh, get rid of those oh, things. Throw them, Hate them. throw them out. I bought them. They basically were a one and done. I bought them when I was in Johnson City. Uh-huh. I had like three days off on a weekend with work to fish. And I, Where did you go? Um, oh, shoot. You go over to... <laughs> no, go, no, no, to, to get your boots. Um, shoot. It was near Damascus, Virginia. Oh, okay. It was a brewery. Okay. Because it, it was on the way to... Uh, I forget where that place I was fishing was. Canyon something... This is before. <laughs> this really sounds funny. I didn't know about the South Holston back then, um, which is a sh- damn shame because I was really close to it um, and probably would have had a pretty good time there. Well, um, I think we need to take a break sometime soon because mm-hmm. I've had three of these delicious beers and I need to take care of... Uh, Probably a little business. A little yeah. business with uh, <laughs> a little getting, little rid of those, <laughs> getting rid of those. And uh, I think we'll uh, come back and pick up right where we left yeah. off. And still plenty I'm more. I'm looking out the window and I think I see the mail boat coming. Oh, snap. Oh.
And refreshed, full beverages, big yes. fat wedge. We are ready to go. Ready to go. Uh, fish stories, Larry. Got any? Yeah, man. Um, I guess it was, um, by my math, it would have been episode 27. Mm-hmm. We, uh, we unpacked a few packages from the mail boat, and uh, one of our awesome listeners uh, up in Tennessee comes crashing. He sent us what he referred to as some janky flies, mm-hmm. the <laughs> Taylor poppers. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I'm always up for a challenge. If uh, if you're a tire and you have a pattern that you want tested, I'm more than happy to accept the challenge because I'm stubborn. I'm one that will tie on a fly, and I am not the kind of person that says, oh, this isn't working it must be the fly. Right. I'll change flies. Like I'll fish that fucker till I make a fish yeah. eat it. Right. So I kept staring at those those flies, and 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 they kind of looked janky. They were mm-hmm. big, and I was like, it's really a crease fly, right? Right. I'm like, but it's big, mm-hmm. and the dimensions were kind of kind of crazy, and it's a big hook. Yeah. But after looking at it. And staring at it, and it's staring back at me. I finally said, you know what? It's time to do this. So I grabbed a six weight, which, you know, probably was a little on the small side for such a big fly. But I thought, you know, I'm going to give it a go for bass. So jumped in the golf cart, rode around, went to a couple of the shorelines, favorite pond here in the neighborhood. Had one really good blow up, but missed the fish. And then for like a good 30 minutes, just casting, 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 casting. Nothing was giving it a look. So I said, okay, time to change it up. I'm not going to accept defeat. I've just got to do something different. So there's a little stretch of shoreline here in the Taylor Park that um, I really love during summertime. Um, think of a an old, salty great blue heron standing on a little strip of shoreline that's what this shoreline is to me i can go and i can stand on this shoreline and it's only about 150 feet to the left 75 80 feet to the right is your window of opportunity but if you stand there just about on cue within 15, 20 minutes at the most, you're going to see a redfish come down that shoreline. They may be cruising. You may see a little tip of a tail, but they're there. That For whatever reason, they like cruising this little shoreline. So I went down there and posted up. And probably about 10 minutes, I see a fish make a cast kind of a fucked up cast so i pick up put it back down and sure as shit a couple of small strips fish eats i hook up fish takes off get the fish on the reel and then my mind of course turns to i gotta take a fucking picture of this i just i just hooked a redfish on the janky ass taylor popper 
So while I'm fumbling with trying to retrieve my phone slash camera from my pocket, I'm not really paying that much attention to the fish. I give too much slack and it's a rather large hook in this fly and it came out, fish swims away, gives me the finger. And I was like, shit, all right. Violated the think about the camera rule. So five minutes later, I see another fish, make a cast, couple strips, fish sees it, strip, 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 fish like total head wake, blows up on the fly, can't eat the fly, misses, hauls ass. 10, 15 minutes later, same thing. See another fish, get the fly in front of it, fish charges down on it, head wake, tries to eat it, misses it. By that point, sun's already down. The freaking no seams are absolutely <laughs> vicious this time of year. So I went yeah. ahead and accepted my defeat for the day and uh, packed it up, went back to the house. Ended up being busy for the next couple of days, and um, it was Memorial Day. Um, I actually set my alarm for 6 a.m. on Memorial Day, and I rose from bed to my wife going, what the fuck did you just set an alarm for? (laughs) I was like, it's okay, so we need to go back to bed. (laughs) So I slip out of the house, go back down to the shoreline, and there's like this little, I call it the tiny dock. There's a little tiny dock there. And I walk out on the dock, and all my manatee friends are there. They're having a fucking orgy. It's like before the sun even comes up, and they're like they're fucking still throwing day. They're still yeah. out. Oh, yeah. Last they're hurrah. still From yeah, last yeah. night. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're, there's... <laughs> fixing to do the swim of shame. <laughs> there's some serious <laughs> manatee love in the air. And I look down the other way. For some reason, they're always on the left side of the dock, but they never go to the right side of the dock. The sweet spot. And I look down, and holy shit, there it is. Fucking tail breaks the surface. Now, sometimes on that shoreline, you'll see tails tip up a little bit, and it turns out to be a mullet. So it's early. Still, sun's not even up. And I'm like, shit, that might be a redfish. And I look, and it comes up, and it's not, a, it's not like a mullet where it's like a little flutter to it. Yeah. It's like a tail. I'm like, holy Flag shit. At the top yeah. of the mast. So I like beat feet down through the mangroves, pop out on the little shoreline that I can get to. And uh, from Irma, there's big old chunks of dock that have like come to rest on the shoreline. So I'm like standing on this broken ass piece of dock, fish tails again, make a cast like 30 feet. Like, but I've got mangroves like literally two feet behind me. So I'm like doing like this steeple cast, I call it. Like I'm, my back cast is going almost straight up and then I shoot it. That fly is awesome because it's foam and it lands light as shit, just like like a feather. Bloop. I left it alone. It just like and in the way that that big ass hook, it's like a keel, so it just like rolls under mm-hmm. and it's just sitting there bobbing. And I made like the old gerbil strip, just and it was just enough to make one like little bloop. And that fish turned and fucking hammered that fly. I didn't even set the hook. Like, it was like, it hooked itself. Off it went. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was able to memorialize his mistake with a photo (laughs) a short time later. Put it on Instagram. And uh, if you've seen it, you know what the redfish looks like. It has that really embarrassed look in in its eye. 
and uh, <laughs> it's it's a testament to never giving up, never saying no to a new pattern. And uh, it was a fucking joy to fish that fly. It is, yeah. That's I've, a good, that's a good got, point too. Like, I that would not be the one that I would pick. No, it by wouldn't. Any means. But who's to say the one well, I pick would do anything either? If you go back to your spin fishing days, at least my spin fishing days, <laughs> we used to throw a lot of Super Spook Juniors, mm-hmm. and they were yeah. that color configuration. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they, things got, they crushed it. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest with you. Mm-hmm. If you make a long cast with this fly, and you just do a little tip bounce while you're stripping, yeah, it'll it actually walks the dog. Walk the yeah, dog. Mm-hmm. I believe now, it. I've just caught this fish. I just took pictures, memorialized what a fucking badass I am, right? <laughs> and I'm like, fuck, I'm going to catch another fish, right? And sure as shit, I had an opportunity. I go fucking cast, back cast. I'm waiting. Fucking go forward. Yep. Been there, done that. In the fucking mangroves behind me. Well, it's early in the morning, so everything's fucking wet from the dew and whatnot. So <clears throat> going back into the mangroves wasn't really high on my list of priorities. So I went ahead and broke that fly off, but I could see it back there in the, in the mangroves. And uh, I have since returned uh, once the dew dried and bushwhacked my way back <laughs> in there and retrieved the fly. And I'm saving that fly because that's, that, that, that's a pretty cool fly. Yeah. Um, it I'm going to save it. And, you know, I... In same fashion, I fished it. I've yet to catch a fish on it. But in true Mark fashion, I did catch mangroves, mm-hmm. and it got stuck. And I was yanking and yanking. Finally had to pop it off. I'm not losing it. No. Fell into the water. You're, sending, you're like, Nick, I got into go. the. No, I was just <laughs> by myself. I had like an hour to kill. Mm-hmm. And uh, I hopped in the water, Went walked got to it. the shoreline, and I mm-hmm. got it. And I like it. Well, here's the good news. Since I posted that story and then the post that a redfish will eat said Taylor Popper, Mm -hmm. Comes Crashing has reached out and said, I'm going to tie some more of those and send them down. So they can be part of the raffle prizes. Oh, cool. Oh, Oh, nice. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was really tempted to donate that fly to the library up at the meth lab. (sighs) But I was like, man, I just don't want to let go of that. I don't. I just don't want to let go of it. I think it's better to, if you want one bad enough, go buy a ticket and help the lagoon. Yeah. Yeah. You want to be that guy instead of leave it up to chance. Yeah. It's still a little bit to chance, but leave it up to your wallets. Now, I, I will say, um, I added a couple of flies to the flyberry at the meth lab mm-hmm. yesterday evening. The two flies that were already on there, I thought it was really cool. They both have been used because we're back. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it, there was like, yeah, line with knot. You know, like somebody just cut them right. off. <laughs> so like somebody has literally, and if I remember correctly, and. I forgive me. I don't remember who I saw their story. Somebody posted a story that said I caught a tarpon and a redfish this morning yeah. with these flies, and they're on the flyberry now. Yep, and literally they're still there. So the the flyberry at the meth labs working like a fucking yeah. well oiled machine. Mm-hmm. People mm-hmm. are doing the right thing, 
And let's talk about the Flybury for a second. How I fucking thinking, rad is this? That man, it's, it's like taking off. Yeah, it's pretty sick. I really would like to do, you know, if I could catch like a, a full day that I can just screw off, go and do like a like a two county right tour. Now just go back, go back through, and just get a handful. Go to the first one, trade them out. Uh-huh. Take all the ones from the first one. Go to the second one. Trade oh, just them, move them. Just oh, just yeah. move them online. So all you have to bring is like one flyberry full. I in did your hand and just whack everybody out. Like, I did a random. I did a random flyberry check down in uh, Brevard County yeah. uh, earlier this week. Nice. Yeah. And I found a fucking plug hanging on one. Uh, I saw that. I was like, <laughs> throw it. Flyberry project. I, I, t- I <laughs> took it. Took it off there. You know, one of these lures is not like yeah. the other. You know. Ben, our friend Ben, he's on a trip right now. Yeah. Uh, Cuba. Yeah. Did you see he, he had a fly that he brought? I don't know. It's like looks like a big old snook plug. Looks yeah. like a big cedar plug. Yeah. Like one massive hook. When, when oh, I, uh, the I deer Sam hair Looper. Yeah, yeah, Sam Looper. Yeah. So when I saw that, Ben being pretentious as he can be sometimes, I almost <laughs> responded to that story with, does does that fly go in the same fly box as all of your spoon flies? <laughs> <laughs> but I, funny. I, I I chose not to poke the bear. The, I guess uh, I guess that's a, a tarpon a tarpon trip. I guess I don't know. No, do you can grab him down there? He was being super secretive about that yeah. trip, so the, I, I think we're I think we're supposed to wait with bated breath for the report. Yeah. Of, oh, he's of, probably gonna well, yeah. cube it up. There yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. A guiding outfit down there that you fly to Havana and you hop on a trawler and they run you like thirty-eight miles away to this flat. Yeah, I read that book, Ernest Hemingway, <laughs> Old Man in the Sea. Nice. Um, <laughs> I was referring to the book. I actually think now that now that you said book, I think I read it in fifty places to fly fish before you die. And still haven't read that book. I'll loan it to you. Is I have it. On I've been to. <laughs> I have it. Uh, I don't think it is. There's. I think in all of them. I think I've been to one. Um, it was probably quite by accident. And then there's 50 more places to fly fish when you die. Which, by the way, for those when of you, you die, <laughs> yeah, Sucks. like the Crystal River in heaven. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, do, do you the fire have, pit? You definitely have to fish under the Rainbow Bridge so you can see all the dogs that are going to heaven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. Hell's Bay. Uh, <laughs> Hell's Bay if you don't change your ways. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, uh, and they force you to fish out of a Hell's Bay, too. Mm-hmm. Hashtag suck. Um, <laughs> I'm not hating on anyone who really owns a Hell's Bay. I'm just jealous. Um, <laughs> the, the, uh, Be careful. You'll get sued. <laughs> yeah. Been there, done that. So, so Going back for more. Um, what we, I was going to say, you could, they were talking about if you could catch the permit by noon. You had a pretty good chance of getting the bonefish and the tarpon the rest of the day and, and slamming down there. Nice. So earlier we were answering a question Questions. about the passing on of traditions and mm-hmm. etiquette, etc. That's one of the things that I really dig about the Flyberry Project. For sure. The Flyberry Project makes sharing more important than anything else like if if you're part of the fly fishing community you should be willing to share what you know whether it's knowledge or share a fly pattern or a specific fly 
I've been on plenty of trips with good friends. So for that reason, it's kind of different, but at the same time, I think it illustrates the point I'm trying to make. When you go somewhere new, um, maybe you're trying a, a specific river or stream or a new saltwater destination for the first time, and you're struggling. You're on the struggle bus, but you happen to bump into another angler. Maybe it's at the bar in the evening, or you pass on the road, you know, headed to another flat or to another stream access point, and you strike up a conversation. Inevitably, what have you been fishing? Man, I, I'm riding the struggle bus. You know, I've fished yeah. this, that, the other. Nothing's working for me. And I've had the experience where somebody I don't even know has been like, dude, try this pattern. This mm. has been, fu- yeah. I've been slaying them all morning long. It happened to me on the South Holston. Um, believe it or not, standing in the river, just taking a break sitting on the bank, feet in the water, and a guy comes up the same run that I'm fishing, and he, he I, I actually startled him. He didn't know I was sitting there, and he's like, oh, shit. And we start talking, and I say, I'm from Florida. You know, I'm fishing this area because my Aunt Mary, you know, gives me access here or whatever um, from here, but don't fish, you know, fresh water that often. And the guy's like, well, how are you doing? I'm like, ah, you know, I've seen a few fish, but, you know, I – they're not paying attention to what I'm throwing or my drift sucks, whatever. He was like, dude, I've been fucking crushing them on this. And he like opens his box and he takes out three sulfur patterns and drops them on my hand. He's like, good luck, man. Have a great day. Yeah. And I tie one of them on and boop, I'm catching fish. Well, and you that's know, the- and that's the, that's the spirit of the library. Yeah. Is mm-hmm. Everybody's got one of those stories, but this is a way that, anonymously to begin with probably you leave a fly on a flyberry but maybe you see somebody post a story that they removed a fly and left yeah. the fly and then they catch a fish and maybe you end up meeting the person or well, know uh, the person or you didn't know that person actually fished around here but now you do so yeah but again with as many as there are now on they're on reasonably specific pieces of either trailheads right, or yeah. whatever so Pins. you can go to ours up here at the at the meth lab there's not going to be a mayfly on it no there's probably going to be a bunch of shrimpy crabby bait fishy small bait fishy you yeah. know whatever yeah. and that's so that's going to tell you like what's going on right here right well and, I and think that's you the... could even look closer at that like to you know this yeah. part of the river versus this part to you know somebody stuck on yeah. the side oh, yeah. over here right. that they're eating this here now you know what i mean whatever can you, you can imagine gauge, you can know? you imagine so let's every spot comes with its own let's say spot. that you are from somewhere in alabama and you fish the Gulf Coast of Alabama, and you fish the Panhandle, and you have a pretty decent idea in your head what redfish like to eat and what flies work up there. Yeah. And you come down here, and you know about the Flyberry Project, and you've paid attention well enough that you know that at the WSEG boat ramp, there's a there's a Flyberry. You know that there's one at River Breeze. You know that you've got the Meth Lab. 
And the reason you're at the meth lab is you really like great fried chicken and you know the mm-hmm. chicken fingers there are the fucking bomb. So you're like <laughs> getting chicken fingers before you go fishing. You're getting some some PBR. And you take a look at the flyberry patch there on pump number one. And everything you thought you knew about redfish patterns changes. Absolutely. Because yeah. you see the size of the hooks we use are different. You see not as much weight. They're a lot lighter, a lot smaller. And that's when the light goes off, Carl, like you're saying, Mm -hmm. and you go, wait a second, I got to recalibrate. This is how these guys are catching fish. I don't need these big lead eyes. I should be using beaching. Yeah. So... You're right. Same, same, you know, with same principle. Us going there. Yeah, same with like, us going there. Damn, no, nobody's going to see this. Right. We won't be able to get down with bee chain eyes, you know, or yeah. whatever. Uh-huh. You know, or this and is way too small. What I've we noticed don't. is no one's put their, like, garbage flies on there. It's no. not like, I haven't, like, this one's never worked out. I, I want to like, get rid of it. I insane frog but, on there one time. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> but it was yeah, a nice one. But an insane <laughs> frog for freshwater is going to be dope. It's probably a so one here. the, you're going in, it's like everyone's like, I either caught a redfish and a tarpon today on these two flies, blah, blah, blah. Or like these patterns work really good for me. Mm-hmm. So you're getting, it's like, it's like the NFL where you can have really good players in college, but everyone at the top is like peak. Mm-hmm. So only a handful get picked. And it's that upper handful of your best flies that are what's getting put on these flyberry projects, no, which yeah. is pretty cool. Oh yeah, absolutely. And if it's they're they're from what it seems, uh, tried and true. They've caught fish. They've worked. They're on the, you know, they've been tied on before some, somehow, some way. So just a live update. Mm-hmm. Um, the official treasurer for the Dingy Derby and Poker Run just updated while we're recording the podcast. Um, we just had two more people register for the Dingy Dang. Derby. We are up to 26. Six. 26. Yep. So... Um, so those will be the actual players. Yes. 26 yeah. actual that are going to get the the quote-unquote poker hand. That's right. right. Then us. Uh-huh. And then I am sure, and I think everybody's the, yeah. at the end. Yeah, the and again, party, you know, yeah. be at JB's, like be part of this. This is going to be fun. Yeah. So if you're, if you're out playing the poker hand and doing all the stops or whatever, um, great. If you want to bring the old lady, a friend, or whatever, that's not going to be around all day or doesn't have all day to do it. The stop number five, which is a sandbar. Stop number four is the sandbar. Sand, yeah. Five is yeah. when we go to JB's to wrap it up and yeah. do the the uh, final, and then do the the raffle, the raffle stuff, and hang out. And we'll so be selling be tickets to the raffle. Probably be like you know. Good half hour, 45 minutes that we're going to be like going, hey, you, if you want in on this raffle, you know, here we go. Yeah, yeah. You know. Screw around for a bit. And then, I mean, from there, there's that launch at night. So that'll yeah. be. Well, we don't, own, I, don't, yeah. I don't know what time the launch is. Oh, they haven't announced the, the time. It could TV be during the day. Yeah, yeah. Um, back to the flyberry. Yeah. Um, Nick Clark, proprietor of Flounder Creek, he posted that he had left a fly at the OG library here at the yeah. meth lab. Mm-hmm. I went up there an hour later 
to get something at the Someone meth lab and somebody had already <laughs> snaked it. And I was nice. like, damn. So, uh, Nick, tip of the cap, buddy. Your, your shit is apparently. Yeah. You and, should sell uh, flies, bro. And Nick, <laughs> Nick in, uh, Flounder Creek is, uh, currently closed. Yep. For, for, for one week. Yeah. For moving. moving. For, for moving, moving new location. And mm. part of the dinghy derby, um, Flounder Creek has put together a nice prize pack that will be part of the raffle as well. Uh, some apparel, some stickers, and a gift card to the shop. So nice. something else to look forward to in I, your hot little hand of tickets. I remember there being some potential guides that were interested in. Justin Price yeah. has actually yeah, he, is the guide right now. Mm-hmm. Currently, he has donated a charter fly fishing charter and i don't know about you guys but uh i would consider justin price to be guide to the stars when it comes to the who's who. lagoon yeah yeah well um, he's a he's one of very few full-time work full-time yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah absolutely and you know when iftd was in town uh for three years in a row like some of the bigger names yeah. in fly fishing mm-hmm. would choose Justin, yeah. and l- literally summer after summer after mm-hmm. summer, that's who would take these people out. Yeah. Justin knows his shit. Oh yeah, no yeah. doubt about it. I mean, it's also just full on free ride all day. You don't have to take the pole. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. right. Even if he didn't know where he was going. You don't even have In to fish. Place, yeah. Just take a ride. Yeah. Right. <laughs> He'll just ride you around now, looking at manatees all day. If you, that's, that's what you want. Justin would have also liked to participate in the dinghy derby, but he's actually going to be vacationing that week. Oh. So he's oh, not I thought around. you said he was going to yeah. be working. No, yeah. no. <laughs> well, we got we to make these stops. This is where the fish yeah. are. Yeah. That's yeah. Well, that's a pretty good, awesome prize. Yeah. Um, Thanks, Justin. And, Absolutely. Uh, That'll be a great one. I mean, that's a, a ton of money. Yeah. That's yeah. just insane to me. I just I think it's so cool. And uh, and I think we've mentioned it before. There's going to be three gift cards mm-hmm. um, available. Yep. Three different people have the opportunity to win $100 gift cards to JB's. Right. Where are we doing the the raffle prizes i'm JB's. gonna guess jb's at jb yeah. so if you want to spend it all right after you win literally you there's three people that could be buying mm-hmm. a round of drinks for everybody mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you could just start a tab in hopes of winning that's right oh that's dang right. <laughs> <laughs> like okay it, new idea no that doesn't raise money for the lagoon never mind i was gonna say you'll get one extra raffle ticket if you open it if you buy a round for the hosts but oh, it doesn't no, give any money no, to the no. lagoon <laughs> and like everybody there. So if you spend like a thousand dollars to buy all of JB's a beer, <laughs> yeah, that's a you'll thousand. get an extra raffle ticket. Yeah. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, 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 raffle ticket. And, and yeah. <laughs> uh, the, yeah. So the, I mean all the gear and all the, and all this, it's not kind of just funny, janky crap. I mean, no, it's really not. Nice, it's awesome. Really Carl, really you stuff. saw one of the cooler, um, uh, raffle prizes. Yeah. Um, I think I said it's one of those things you're kicking yourself, immediately kicking yourself for that you didn't think of first. It's just basically a section of 
branch or log mm-hmm. that's been machined into a koozie. Oh, that's so it's sick. like a nat- it's like kind of like a natural like wood log on the outside. It's kind of fin- like clear coat finish or whatever, but it looks like so looks they like lathed a- it out. Yeah, yeah. They so they really? like, drill out like a massive thing yeah, in the middle. Of your beer sweet. can goes and it's just this crazy wooden like you know I don't know what four inch tall just piece of limb with your beer in it. Is it guava though? So when your boy at the end of the bar gets lippy, you can send it down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why, even though when you're fly fishing, you need to keep a, a pocket of one ounce lead sinkers. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> you're, you're talking some real Sebastian Inlet level of yeah, the food. Yeah. I go eight yeah. ounce. Mm-hmm. Did, did, it's like it, a whole egg. Did anybody yeah. see that, I guess, Sebastian Inlet just had its 100-year anniversary? I did. I did oh. see some kind of kind of a cool little programming about that. And there's the, like a historical uh, society. And I stuff. think they're doing like something every month to kind of like talk about it. Yeah. Or is it every week for the rest of the year? I got to go back That's and look at it. a lot of celebrating. It's a lot of celebrating. Yeah. But to be fair, if you go back and look at the history of the inlet, like it, it, I think they built, like they tried it three times before they actually got one that didn't fill back in and stuck. Yeah. Right. Storms um, came and whatever. Yeah. Or just yeah, the tide because they didn't yeah. like have jetties and ways to keep it back. Yeah. I just don't like going that far south. Well, see, for me, that's a 30-minute, it's like a 20-minute drive in the car and a 10-minute run in the boat. Unless Ted's in town, and then you Oh, and then we, yeah. You're like, oh, let's launch a river breeze and go to Sebastian. We do the the intercoastal Mm -hmm. tour. uh, That's like my stomping grounds. Mm -hmm. I've usually fished a little bit north of there, but between Grant and Sebastian Inlet. Valkyria. Valkyria. I think uh, I fished Wabasso. Yes, yeah, which is where. south of the inlet. Okay. Uh, well, supposedly right? there's there's decent like off the beach snorkeling for lobsters out of Wabasso. Correct. Oh, uh, I can confirm that. And I this will be the first. Uh, so it's kind of close to the dinghy derby, but this will be the fourth the first Fourth of July I've been home for in a decade. Um, I kind of want to well, do something epic. Back. Welcome I don't back. know what that means yet, but it's going to have American flag paraphernalia for darn sure. Mm-hmm. Um, party but city. moreover, I'm here for mini season for the first time. And uh. I think it's only 15 foot deep in Wabasso. That's snorkel territory. And Carl smokes. He can't make it down there. Well, he can. He, <laughs> someone's got to be. I can swim 15 feet. I can't <laughs> swim from here. Well, I can't swim here either, but you can also, someone's got to man the boat. So if, if you guys are interested in that or any listeners, like, you know, I've always wanted to try it. Or That's like scalloping. Yeah, but bigger with better rewards. Well, maybe. I don't know. Bite I like tongue. scallops. But your tongue. <laughs> uh, blasphemy. Um, I think that would be kind of fun to do. Yeah, absolutely. Lobster's always good. Yeah, Dude. I, I, I never Lobster's eat it and be like, dang, I, I regret that decision. Mm-hmm. And if you can do it not in the Keys. Well, that's the whole key to it. That's awesome. That's, Don't yeah. get stuck yeah. down there. Yeah, that makes it a lot cooler. One. I just have like a kind of a mental block because mini season always meant like sitting in a car of I actually yeah. million hours. I actually just bid a job. Got a phone call two days ago. Um transportation center building that's being built that's got some curtain wall in it 
and it's in Key West, and they're like, yeah, we need to get some testing done. And I'm like, hmm. What weekend? <laughs> well, no. What, I, what week? No, I actually, I was like, uh, well, this is a proposal that's contingent on testing being performed Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday. Um, I, th- mm-hmm. There's no fucking way I'm driving down there anywhere close to a weekend, yeah, no. yeah. you know, to, to do this. So, Heck no. Uh, and, and the, the funny thing is the contractor that I was talking to, like totally, totally knew what I, you know, he was like, yeah, yeah. no, trust me. Uh, fuck that. You know, and he was like, and I know it's going to be expensive. And I was like, yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. Cause there's, you're not doing anything on the way there or on the way home. No, no, no. no. One way in, one way out. <laughs> <Right>. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder a lot of stuff when you go down there. You see, like the regular, like a garbage truck or something, or a, the well, you ever see the, guy. You ever see the, the buses that like bring the yeah, people yeah. down? Yeah, like, yeah. Uh-huh. You that know? work in like I don't know, like restaurants or hotels, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, like the hotel yeah. maids and yeah. stuff. They get on a bus in Miami and thing, like yeah. Yeah. drive all the way head down. Oof. I'm curious, like you know, do they get paid for their time? I mean, that's like a. I doubt a, it. No, I highly doubt it. Yeah. Really? I mean, but you got to think, those buses don't go ripping straight through. They stop and pick people up and drop people off. That's got to be like a couple yeah, of hours. Like exactly. That's what I'm yeah. saying, you know? like you I almost eight, wonder eight if it's like, uh, we'll give you breaks, but you work 24 on, 24 off, the kind yeah. of a deal. Ooh, I don't know. Because I, I mean, you'd that. spend as much time driving to and from work as you spend at work if it was right. like a ten-hour day. Yeah. By the time you stop at this hotel and this one and this one, yeah. well, not that there's like hundreds of hotels down there that are going to be doing that, but, but there is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but there is. But there is. Yeah. Nobody can afford to live down there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's expensive. So tarpon season's kind of in full dun, swing. Dun, I actually, yeah. I guess it's kind of wrapping up right now. I would, I would imagine. I would suppose. Yeah. But uh, I'm sure there's been some really great, like, fucking stories of the latest carpetbaggers that have come to town, the jet skiers that have ruined the, you know, tarpon bite. But, Mm -hmm. uh, you know. Man, we got to get a hold of somebody we know down there to get the inside scoop on how many new... First season tarpon guides we got this year. That'd be that'd be an interesting thing. I'll be down there in a month, in a week, but I don't know anybody asked that. Or maybe you know maybe with a little bit of a little bit of buzz on the internet and a little bit of dirty looks last year, maybe like maybe maybe dialed back. Yeah, Yeah, I don't know if I was the guy being the carpet bagger though. If they were if they're already time ticked and it's money. Yeah. I'd probably still go risk ticking them off. I'm not a carpetbagger, and I don't like I don't like confrontation on that level for the sake of confrontation. But like, if there was a ton of money in it, and you're like, yeah, this guy's bad, but hey, I'm undercutting him. I'm making whatever a week. I I don't know that someone's disdaining looks would be I don't enough know to that it, turn somebody I, off. I don't know that it's necessarily that they're working for less money it's they roll into town and spend a week following the that's what i was gonna yeah. say the yeah. guides and i get doing that it. like you know and like they're trying to shortcut the system yeah and go oh that's i just got to run out and post up on this bar yeah you know or this spot and that's where the tarpon are yeah that's the problem that they no, have and i totally them. agree so um how hard would it be that something i was thinking about with 
the Louisiana ones, the Keys ones, wherever, when something's like hot, you know, and you're going, how hard is it to sell a trip in a town you're not from? Doesn't that seem like, I mean, even if I was a guide right here. Well, I think it's well, tough to get that. Well, there are guides from here that, in all honesty, are carpet bagging out in Louisiana. Louisiana. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so the advent of the fly fishing film tour um, and all of the the easily accessible video content, whether it's Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. And everybody's desire, like me personally, to make sure that you know what a fucking badass I am. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I put content out, and suddenly everybody knows, holy shit, Louisiana's hot. Mm -hmm. It's got dumb fish, they're big, and they eat flies. So as a guide here locally, I'm looking at Mosquito Lagoon, and it's dying. My clientele is like, I don't think I really want to come down there anymore. So all I have to do is send an email blast out to all of my longtime customers Uh, mm -hmm. and say, hey, I'm going to be in Hopedale, Louisiana. I have a wonderfully appointed home (laughs) (laughs) that will be serving as a lodge. If you would like to book four days with me during the prime month of, then just simply let me know and I'll book you. And now all of a sudden they go, hey, I like fishing with so-and-so on the lagoon. Yeah. And they're doing the Louisiana gig Mm -hmm. and they're going to provide me with room and board. Yeah. Fuck yeah, yeah, I'm in. Exactly. So are they taking taking any clientele from the local guides? That I don't know. uh, It's kind of hard to gauge that. Maybe, yeah. Because if they're bringing their people that... Oh, okay, even if they're not taking from the... They're certainly increasing the amount of people that are out there yeah. at any Pressure, given time. Yeah. Pressure, I knew that was. I knew that was a thing. I, I mean, knew that was pretty, pretty frowned upon for the Louisiana guys. Right. They know that those fish aren't that dumb by being bred that dumb. Right. They're that dumb because they've never seen anybody before. Right. So, right. and that, that won't last forever. Right. You know, so that's, uh, that'd be the kicker, man. I mean, at the end of the day, I'm a capitalist. And mm-hmm. if, if it means your small business plan involves relocating and following seasons, so be it. Um, Alaska. Let's talk Alaska for a minute. Right. <clears throat> Jimmy, stop giving us heart attacks. Okay. <laughs> The for real, dude. Holy shit! Jimmy is a great buddy of ours that is a pilot up in Ketchikan, and we happen to know the outfit that he flies for. And in the last two, three weeks, they've been having some problems. We have uh, been scared to death a couple of mornings where yeah. the news has been involving. Uh, the loss of life um, in aircraft accidents yep. involving the company he flies for. And um, thankfully, we've been able to reach out to Jimmy each and every time and find out that Jimmy was okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, there's a there's a whole summer-long season 
ahead of us, and it's just the sheer number of flights that happen during the summer, yeah. and the weather in Alaska changes rapidly. Um, it's marginal a lot of times, yeah. and there's undue pressure sometimes from operators of lodges and outfitters that make pilots feel like they've got to get people somewhere. I was just going to say that, they've yeah. They've got to get yeah. them back. They've got to be here by this yeah. time. they got to get back to the lodge. If you're a pilot in Alaska that happens to listen to our silly podcast, put your foot down. If it's a shitty situation weather-wise, just say no. Mm-hmm. Don't do it. It's not worth it. Some du- some yeah, dude is going to miss half a day of fishing. Because right. you got to think you have all fine. the bush planes yeah. flying around. Then you have sightseeing. Uh-huh. Yeah. Then you have your your fishing floats. Uh-huh. And then your bush Normal planes people like who live there and flying and back and forth. I was going to say, right. Then yeah. you have yeah. residential. Yeah, just residents. Recreational. Yeah. There is a lot of air traffic up there. Yep. Yeah. And I wouldn't I wouldn't assume it's very well networked air traffic. A lot of small planes. I mean Well, it's just, it's, it's VFR, visual yeah, yeah. flight rules. Yes. Um so the responsibility is on the pilot of each airplane to so be good. make sure yeah. and maintain separation mm-hmm. from other traffic. And uh, uh the problem comes when the ceiling starts getting low. Yeah. Uh there's clouds and Which rain will, and it'll happen and, a lot down there yeah. i mean that's still considered the rainforest right yeah. mm-hmm. so you know you do get a lot of temperature variations and ceiling drops and mm-hmm. so anyway <sighs> we, we have friends uh not just jimmy but you know we got chip and skyler that we're going to think about all summer long i think turcott might be headed back to uh Guide a season. I don't know. I haven't seen much yeah. from him or have heard I, I much. I thought, I mean, I haven't seen anything saying he's left, but I, right. I, I was under the impression that he was planning on going mm-hmm. back up. Uh, Josh Hendry, yep. uh, he just, is he headed out yet? Or? I don't know if he's left or leaving. Right. Um, I want to say he said June 1st, but he may have said the 6th. Okay, a buddy of mine, but, Josh Allman, that actually is going to be working at the same place that Chip and Skyler are going to be working. Oh, sweet. Uh, he's going back up for another season. His wife goes with him up there and works at the lodge as well. So there's a good handful of folks that we're going to know that are going to be up there. They'll probably yeah. be up there, what, the next? Oh, I mean, real season is yeah. started, starting. Yeah, they'll start getting, getting things ready, I would say, starting this week. Yeah, I think uh, Chip and Skyler are like due to fly yeah. out any moment to head out to the lodge to start opening it up. Yeah. I saw... What a road trip those two times. Yeah, and it's oh, been man, awesome man, to follow. She, she had her passport the other day talking about needing it on a flight, so I think she's like in Canada. Oh, they're for sure in Canada. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. they're probably like fixing to make the jump yeah, back they, to... Yeah, they went the opposite way that we did leaving... Alaska. So, so they, they hit went. all those northern states. We kind of hit Washington, Idaho, and then shot south to uh-huh. do all those national parks and everything. They've been it's on. a hell of a ride. Well, I think they they went out and ended up all the way to Arizona. And then they, yeah, they kind of mm-hmm. took a big detour. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And fished, I mean, I would say, fished a lot along the way. I bet a they lot. caught... They're a, living that damn minivan life. A person, yeah, a person sure. should mm-hmm. do that road trip once in their life. You know, speaking of road trips, I saw on 
I don't know, it might have been Yahoo News or something. There was a scientist, probably a climate scientist, um, that did a road trip projection for 365 days that if you followed this path, and it's basically like, you know, a Google directions, Mm -hmm. right? And you start at point A, 365 days worth of driving to maintain a 70 degree daily temperature. Okay, that's pretty yeah. awesome. And I was yeah. like, holy <laughs> shit, that's all pretty right. fucking rad. Chasing 70, man. Yeah. That's, uh, that's got my 70. dad written all over it. And I mean, literally, it was like you watch it, and it was like, you know, starting on the East Coast and like kind of wiggled through, and then it like kind of looped up, started heading north, and then like started heading back, you know, from the West Coast. And I was like, man, what a fun fucking trip yeah, that would be. Yeah. A little comfort. You know, if you're driving around Florida and your air conditioning just breaks. You just have to go. Yeah. yeah. You right. just yeah. go just, and you just start that. Just that's, go. Yeah. That's the thing with the new shop is the air flow situation is not amazing. And I told Carl, I said, you know, we're probably the most prepared people for hurricane season. And he kind of looked at me like I was nuts. He's like, we don't really have generators here. We've got air compressors, but all of it needs power. And I was like, we work in the, what your house feels like when the air goes out yeah, all day. Yeah, we're good. So, like, while well, everyone's dying, we're going to, like, have a band of misfits that basically <sighs> owns the entire state. Right. Pure comfort. So much American privilege. Mm-hmm. And you For should sure. know this, Ben. Well, American Being white a world privilege, traveler. really. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> air condition. Um, spook. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so the, the Alaskan, Alaskan guides are back up. Chip? flies but he fishes yeah he he works yeah he works as a fishing guide up there but he is kind of working to transition to towards flying more yeah Yeah. Yeah. he's been logging time Mm -hmm. um with the intention of eventually leveling up and getting yeah commercial stuff or whatever exactly sweet well guys what do you think Mail barge. Oh, oh mail barge. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, <clears throat> hey, man, the mail's here. <laughs> so, um, I have not opened this one yet, but I do know what's inside. Nice. Um, last week, or not last week, but last episode, um, someone was very astute in. Listening to how greedy Larry is. Okay. <laughs> and how Larry just, when he decides he wants something from the mailboat, he just declares, oh, that, I, 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 I'm keeping that. <laughs> that one's mine. If that's, that's Ron Sheepstra's <laughs> shirt, I want it. I call dibs. So, so if, as those that are listening can't quite see, you would notice Larry's just fighting that box dude. <laughs> that uh, my, my guide beer that I'm that I'm enjoying mm-hmm. um in my drink Wisconsinably nice uh, koozie yeah. um I I, I kind of recall going oh, I'm keeping that yeah. well and everybody you, else kind of gave me the look like thanks dick we could have yeah, like, well, flipped for it mm-hmm. so anyway I got a, a DM from somebody that said dude listening to your episode 
I live just a few miles away from the bar that sells those. <laughs> oh, so sick. Since you were a dick, <laughs> I am going to go to the bar and just give me an address. I'm going to take care of the boys. Fly South Nashville. Fly Shop. Sorry, your koozie's off for the rest of the day. Oh. Koozie's off for, for Harambe. So. Oh, oh sick. Oh, oh man. <laughs> Don't don't start calling dibs. <laughs> yeah, look at that. I'm just uh, I I just took the. PBR I was gonna say that's hilarious. Oh, yeah. One says I love day drinking. Oh, that's the retired guys. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's actually a note um, inside. So I like <clears> oh, All right, let's see here. Even though I don't have my reading glasses on, <clears throat> I'm gonna do my best. Thunderdome. Fight hey. Ted and Andrew for yeah. this one. This is uh, from Mark Grasswick. Hey, guys. I heard you talking about the drink Wisconsinably koozie on the last show and figured one wasn't enough to go around for everyone. <laughs> so I got some more together and wanted to send them down for you guys. I know they'll go to good use at the Derby and look forward to providing each of you with such, such a high-quality and drop-dead sexy receptacle Damn straight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I also threw in a bobber key ring that you guys can either wrestle over or hell, give it to someone at the Derby. Mm. Also threw in a few stickers for my collection. Make sure, make sure Carl gets one, <laughs> gets the ones in the small plastic bag. Ooh. Thanks again for the podcast, the Flyberry Project, and everything else you do. You guys make my mindless commute from job site to job site bearable. Mm, it's same. also nice... To see a little sense of humor being injected in a sport that sometimes can be a little overwhelming listening to people fucking bitch about the size tippet you should use, <laughs> when to mend, <laughs> and how to match the hatch, and how to stay huge. Keep on keeping on from America's Dairyland Double Super Elite Pro Staff Team. Nice. Mark Grasswick. Thanks, Mark. Well, thank you, Mark. Mark. P.S. Sorry for the type note. I just didn't want Carl to criticize. You know, it's funny he says about taking it too seriously because I just had an Instagram conversation with somebody. Oh, my God. What do we got? Uh, so in the box, as indicated the by the letter, this week from the mailboat prize goes to Carl because in the small plastic bag, which was delineated for Carl, Carl, you ready? Yeah. These I don't know if you are. <laughs> oh, <laughs> dude, these are good. This is what I was talking about, man. Oh, man. Just really. <laughs> oh, those are the ones you color. see on like the uh, the biker helmets. Yeah. 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 One one <laughs> says, "Set them puppies free." The <laughs> chesty broad on there. Hey, oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> Is that trout pout? <laughs> One's freelance gynecologist. <laughs> Gotta and get a motorcycle helmet. Does anybody have a boat key that they would like to use the no, drink Wisconsinably bobber on? I don't think we get a boat key on our boats, do we? I don't have one. Oh. Well, I'm. <laughs> then I'm going to be that guy. It's also, it doubles as like a stress ball. Well, that's good because I'm stressed at work a lot. <laughs> yeah, when you get a Coast Guard inspection, it's a flotation device. Right. Well, exactly. Okay, so we have one for each of us. Drink Wisconsin. No, it says fish Wisconsin. Oh, it does say fish. I'm a fucking retard. Even cooler. Even cooler. 
Because it matches the hatch with the koozie. And then I closed Walski's. Hmm. Are we to are we to deduce that maybe Walski's is where these koozies came from? Oh, I don't know. Oh. Like, you, like well, you can get a high close Walski's if you like hang hmm. around till three a.m. or whatever. Fact check. Walski's, the Fly Fisher's Fly Shop sticker. Anyone? If not, I'll put it on my sign. Lakefront Brewery. Oh, G. Loomis. Mm, Carl, you should put that somewhere in your shop. Walski's Tavern, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Nice. I suffer from CRS. Can't remember shit. (laughs) I I could I could do that. I lost my wallet this week. (laughs) (laughs) Couple scientific angler stickers. Dude, Mark, awesome package. Thank you, sir. Seriously, dude. Absolutely. Um so just going back, um, I did a little story while you were talking about catching that redfish fly, and I guess somewhere in there you made a comment about not changing flies. Yeah. And I was told that that is really bad advice to portray on the podcast, not to change your flies. Why? Because this person thinks you need to, if this isn't working, you need to change it up, need to change it up, need to change it up. But what I was getting at, when the dude said people take themselves way too seriously, I literally wrote... Or you could just not take this thing so seriously and just go have some fun. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well. Have you ever heard the. Here's the the awesome. Here's the awesome thing. (laughs) Yeah. Our podcast is not instructional in nature. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Therefore, the disclaimer is don't fucking take advice (laughs) from four guys. That are like 10 beers into it, talking shit about fly fishing. do take advice from those guys. If you would like real advice about fly fishing, I'm available for lessons. Mm -hmm. Go to my website, saltbum.com, and you too can become a fucking awesome. Like if I tell you, Mm -hmm. oh, a olive and tan quan Mm -hmm. is working great night now in the Mm -hmm. middle river. Take it for what it's worth. Take it for what it's worth. It could work. It could not work. It could have worked yesterday, (laughs) and it won't work tomorrow. And it worked for Mark, and it won't work for you. Right. Well, look here. We have have yet another envelope from the mailboat. Oh, shoot. That looks Uh, (laughs) hand-typed. Hold on. He's getting a crazy eye. uh, uh. (laughs) All right. From Chris. Pezzle from Newcastle, Colorado. Keep up the good work down there. Let's fish next time you're in Colorado. Well, where is that? Huge. October, we'll take him up. He's in Newcastle, Colorado. Is that north or south? Home of the beer. That's all that matters. Because I'll be there. So (laughs) well, you have you have a literal atlas on your phone. Oh yeah, you're right. Google Earth. I added one of these to Pump One at the Meth Lab already. Oh, fish with a chubby. I want one of these. I like the classic styling. So, what is fishing with a chubby? A well, chubby. I'm glad you asked, Larry. Well, no, I'm just kidding. A, a chubby is, uh, I don't know the technical term for it. I <laughs> guess it would be a dry fly because it sits on top uh-huh, and it looks... Is it a big foam? A big foam. Yeah, it's usually like with summer. Like a, some little indicator on top. Yeah. And then you have the dropper. Okay. That's 
That's what I know the chubby as. I thought it was a day trip with April Vokey. <laughs> Damn it. That fell flat. You got to chuckle out loud. It's, it's not that it fell flat. It's my mind started picturing. <laughs> well, it, it really does the opposite of falling flat, Larry. Mm. Well, well, well. Another envelope. And it's from Guy Franzen up in Lenore, North Carolina. Oh, been there. Yeah. Really? Many times. Okay. They own a shop and operate a shop there. Um, The Franzens are really good, good folks. Uh, Chris Franzen, he actually works as a full-time fishing guide. He fishes the Western North Carolina trout scene Mm -hmm. as well as he's guided in Alaska. He goes down and does Chile in the Patagonia region down there. And I've known Chris for years through the Drake message board. And uh, his handle on Instagram is waiter funk. Nice. And, uh, is it one of the? Uh, oh, that's the one of the, the son. One of the yeah. Chris is the son. Yeah, guy is guy is just mm-hmm, guy is, is, yeah, it's yeah. Chris's dad. One of the funnier stickers that Chris has come up with in the past is why well, yes, I do do hillbilly shit. <laughs> oh, I've oh, seen that. There's yeah, here. Yeah, 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 yeah. So anyway, he came out with a new sticker, and uh, it's pretty fly. We got to have that funk. Nice. <laughs> and it almost, it's got like, you know who it reminds me of? That's pretty funny. little clouds, pretty little trees. Oh, Bob yeah. Ross. Yeah, it's like Bob Ross. <laughs> In meets, a thunderstorm. Yeah. It's a hurricane. <laughs> a he's got trippy, one. He's got one that's yours. A real trippy thunderstorm. I also added one of those to Pump One. I over saw that. I saw that, yeah. Descent. Man, have you noticed? So, as people, you know, as we do mail, I always look. I look them up on Instagram to make sure I'm following them or follow them or whatever. Right. And have you noticed how wild the maybe you know the, the suggestions, suggestions are getting? Oh yeah. Like before, it was like, hey, you know, this is another some other dude that has pictures of or hashtags or something, you know, fishing or something like. Now it's like really bizarre. I don't know if they just change it a little bit and it just doesn't click yet. That and all these lady boys keep adding me as friends. What do you mean? Like Thai lady boys? (laughs) (laughs) That's that's what I'm guessing. Or just like millennial fly fishermen, dude. No, they don't, you know. Like super feminine. They don't have any post. Oh, uh, she's scantily clad. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cat fishing. So we are actually into yet another box. Sick. And in this box is an awesome handwritten note. Hey guys, thanks for putting out a killer podcast and getting the ball rolling on the Flybury Project, as well as touching on touchy subjects as fish decline and dirty water. We're going through an extreme decline in breeder-sized stripers in the North Shore and starting up the battle of trying to save our own fishery. Starting with teaching better fish handling practices, calling it a day after catching a couple instead of 20, 
and offering fly discounts to anyone that crimps their barbs in the store. Hmm. Oh, sweet. As well as law changes, but unfortunately, we won't see them go into effect for at least a year. On a less doom and gloom note, I was going to send you guys some flies and stickers as a thank you for the Flyberry Starter Kit. You were sending, uh, for the Flyberry Kit you're sending me, then the wife asked me what I was doing. Seconds later, she comes over with a bigger box and told me to fill it. Oh. It was her way of getting rid of the massive amounts of <laughs> fishing shit I have. Hopefully some of the flies work down there for reds. Hopefully one of these days I'll head down to chase them. Until then, I'll be on the hunt for stripers up in New England. Peter Burnaby. Nice. Sweet. Peter, tip of the cap to your wife for, for sure. making you yeah. clean your shit up. Mm-hmm. So we have a massive Where was he talking about Redfish Costa decal? That's pretty good. Cool. Ben, that'll look good on your new car. Faux <laughs> <laughs> show. We have DMRC this awesome on. fish pond, little micro trash. Ooh, you could throw your oh, your leader in there. My first yeah. thought was midges, the game. Now we have a awesome. Dennis Rodman and hot hair. pink. I'll take the bucktail. I was going to say, Mark, yeah. you tie more than probably all of us combined. So That's probably please true. report back uh, at the next podcast oh, with yeah. a dozen flies for me, please. Absolutely. Northern bucktail. Not, this isn't any southern no. bucktail here. This no. is straight great white. It's the good stuff. Is this the world's smallest Carl? garbage can? It is. Carl. Yeah. Can oh, you go through nice. there and pick out some flies? Oh, yeah. you, could, you could throw your butts in there instead of in the lagoon. Check out, <laughs> check out this little That's micro dope. cliff. And it's a baby flyberry. So project. we're going to do a baby flyberry somewhere with that for sure. I'll have Emma tie up a few for that one. Yeah. Oh, it looks like a fly that fell out of the package. Oh. Right there. Shizzle snits. It's, that's definitely yeah, going to catch that's... a redfish. And then there are some fly or some stickers in the box. So if you guys want to go through, pick out one that you might want. Tell you what, <laughs> big yeah. big mail day. It so, is. Uh, Man. These the, flies are right on though. I don't, yeah, I don't know yeah. If, if this is stuff he ties, well, you know, I've or what? the the stripers and the redfish. I think probably similar are pretty taste. similar in uh, taste of what they like to do. So, not knowing much about stripers, what are what do you see them catching in like? Central Georgia and are those those are bass? yeah those are striped bass but those are uh, in freshwater rivers the the stripers actually um, will spend part of their life cycle in saltwater and okay. then migrate, migrate back in. to fresh and some of those that you see might be landlocked uh, oh, okay so um, they have there's are, there's Our like last some package. Hybrids too that are kind of neat. Yeah. There's a white bass. White striper, bass striper wiper. wiper. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So hey wiper. dudes. <laughs> Wanted to share a little love with you guys. Here's some local brews from here in St. Louis, which uh, we have not iced these down yet. We're gonna save these and imbibe on these delicious beers during the uh, dinghy derby. Yeah. And. Uh, Really hoping they traveled well, which they did. They're here in 
no problem. Uh, two of them are his favorites. Let me know if they pair well with some Traeger wings. Also, Ooh, as is customary, there's more stickers coming your all's way. Thanks for doing what you do. Love the show, and even more, I love how you guys make time for the little people. He defines little we people as little those people. with less than a thousand followers. Oh yeah, um, I you mean as a fellow little you mean person, losers. I need to make it down to Florida <laughs> someday to try saltwater fly fishing again. I've been once, but didn't catch shit. Maybe this summer. Keep up the good work with the show. It makes my commute much better and gets me through traffic. Even my buddy that's never held a fly rod loves it. If you find yourselves in Missouri, hit me up. I can hook you up with some spots or a meetup. Stay trashy. Patrick Waters. Missouri. Well. Is this Peter Peter Barnaby? My, uh, he has, my grandma lives near there, and next time I have so, to go visit and need to get out of hanging out with them, I'm going to call him. So friends of, <laughs> fr- friends of Patrick actually call him Patty. So okay. Patty Waters. He actually typed this note and printed it, but then... Added a little postscript Ooh, in, in handwriting, and it's a question for Carl. Also, am I hashtag pro staff enough yet to tag Carl when grilling? <laughs> <laughs> uh, after these purple disco shrimp, I would say yes. And he says, yeah. I bet you can totally tell why I typed the rest of this. <laughs> Carl, man, you're, oh, you're, yeah. you're, you're yeah. apparently we, people have a hard time. Uh, we got to see the grilling skills grilling with uh, knowing uh, right. your critique of handwriting. This is really well, something. <laughs> I there's three L's in grilling. <laughs> <laughs> grilling, you got to roll. So what? What I will say about the beer that he Zwickle? that he sent that's pretty cool. Is they're all tall boys. Zwickle is a Bavarian-style lager from Urban Chestnut Brewing Company. We'll make sure and ice those oh, down, yeah. and uh, everybody that's working the event will have one of those in the Nice. Boat. I'm trying to figure out where um, Missouri he is. <clears throat> well, don't you don't you have people out that way, too? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's in St. Louis. Um, and then the other style of beer that we have oh, is that's Urban Underdog. From a, uh, it's an American lager. And that might be my new favorite beer can. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty rad. It's pretty pretty rad. dope. Yeah. So, yes, we're going to enjoy these on the lagoon. Thank you, sir. Patty, you rock. Thank, thank you. Wisconsin. Sure. You think this is a good example? I might. I'm in Vero tomorrow picking up this car. I'm debating driving down to Miami and fishing for exotics with a buddy for the rest of the Vero day. Vero is so far from Miami. <laughs> yes. I mean, I'll be in. Well, he's in Boca, so I'm like. Kind oh, of, it's like another hour. Yeah, be, no, just go to Boca. Just go to Boca Bargoons. Yeah, yeah Boca Bargoons. I'll and be even further south. I'm headed down to hit, Fort Lauderdale. Up with my buddy Kilo. Oh, sh- you, you guys got to drops. Uh, <laughs> one more. You know, I'm really disappointed that you didn't tell the Kilo story during the show because that <laughs> well, was a good story. It can be, but I didn't want to. I didn't want to throw it out there if it wasn't Kuth. Um, not as exciting of a mail day, but we have some new stickers from Florida Flyco. Did, did any of the stickers not, that were going around make it all the way around yet? Uh, well, they stopped at at least Carl. Right <laughs> Sweet. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. Now I can get my son to do more chores. The old flat. He's well, asking me to get actually. One. You've been buying. <laughs> them oh off. no, you're too you're too nice, Ben. Dude, I, no, I know. Buying them I literally off. am. <laughs> Sticker collect. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Oh, you want this sticker? sticker plug. <laughs> I got a floor that needs to be vacuumed. Yeah. You stop at the floor vacuuming? Come on, dude. 
You got a house that needs to be vacuumed, swept. Full house. Full. Well, that's what I mean by the floors. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but I like your little butt can, Carl. Dude, it's for microplastics, waste tippet, leader, monofilament. But you can throw. Found trash. Yeah. Just in case. Put your if butt I, in there. Right. I'm going to, during the ding derby, I'm going to crush a tall boy and be like, throw that you, in your you can. Need, you need to go out and pick up like all the small microplastics that you right. can and then make a post and hashtag clean up New Smyrna. Right. I like it. Oh, uh, keep, oh like keep uh, New Smyrna uh, clean. Yeah, yeah. Fill it with straws, bro. Like Mike Schmidt. Mike Dude, Schmidt does that. Yeah, he got, does. Yeah. He, he's always. Yeah. So what if buckets. I got like straws? And carried some scissors with me and cut them up into smaller pieces and then filled my little bucket with them. Okay, if you do that, if you do that, you have to, like, wear a lanyard with, with like, your scissors, like a trout fisherman. (laughs) Yeah. And have that hanging on there. And then you can be like, oh, look at this. And, like, take a picture holding the straw. Yeah. Yeah. Cradling Tail it. Tail up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The bendy part. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> silly straw. <laughs> silly straws. Nice. No, I actually have one of those. I keep it on the... Little... On the salt marsh. Yeah. For one of the... Because I don't make my leaders. I buy the pre-made ones. Yeah, so do I. All right. I make mine. So, you know... Dude. You can only go so short, so I just roll them up and stick it in there, and then when I'm yeah, by one of those recycling, I don't know if they really recycle it, but... Well, it's nice. I dump it in there. Do. Yeah. Pack it out. Right. Pack it in, pack it out. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I guess um, I'm less than a week away from uh, my road trip up to Western... West Central Pennsylvania. Um, going to be staying in Pins Valley, um, fishing Pins Creek, which uh, is pretty rad. I've actually gotten several DMs from folks that uh, know I'm headed up that way. Are uh, that are offering access to Pins Creek through nice. their property. Gallons um, per minute at a regular rate this year. So far, so good. So, so far, so good. So there's some pretty crazy weather out. CFS. Actually, yeah. Cubic uh, feet per second. Uh, <laughs> I just go... <laughs> gallons Get it right, hour. Carl. <laughs> gallons per hour. Um, You're thinking Bill Schpump. Yeah. Um, out St. Louis way. You know, it's, it's times like nuts. this that I wish... I was like pro staff, pro deal for like one of those inflatable rafts. Um, oh yeah, you know, like I like think the one of them's called like the Hooligan. Yeah, um, there's several companies. Stealth Raft, I think, has one. Uh, that might be the Hooligan. And they've got like a small frame on yeah. it. You know, I re- it's like a one man. Well, it, no, you can actually do two people. Two. Like row um, and all yeah, that. yeah. So it's got a row station, and then the person in the front has yeah. you know. But I would love to uh, have had the opportunity to, to take that with me, but I'm too cheap to buy one. But you know, maybe one. somebody's got yeah, one yeah. that yeah. Uh, would like to see a saltwater guy row in circles. Mm-hmm. So if you, do, I mean, if I had one, I'd provide it for that entertainment. I think the the biggest thing I'm looking forward to is if the flow remains normal, is giving Cabo the full. Experience, experience, yeah. yeah. 
cold river. Because we, we actually took <laughs> him. probably bug him out. That's pretty cool up that way. <laughs> we, he got in the water uh, last year. We, we went about an hour north of where we were. And it was still a high flow, but it wasn't like crazy like Penn's yeah. Creek was doing. And um, Cabo got in the water. He enjoyed it, but um, he did get cold pretty quick. Like yeah. you could tell he was a Florida dog. He was like, "Dad, what the fuck, man? Like this is this is like bullshit." But yeah. I think you know part of it was also he was a little uncomfortable because it was a little bit swift water. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And I was uncomfortable with it because I didn't want him to like get right heading downstream and like be panicky or whatever. So I'm hoping he gets to, you know, he's a good skiff dog, but I'm hoping that he's going to be a even better river dog when we, when we take him up did there you this think time. Last, did you think last time you were there, like, man, I wonder what it looks like under there. You know what I mean? Like particular section. Oh yeah. Like yeah. Super high. Super, it. Kind of muddy. Yeah. Right? It was, it was yeah. totally off color, yeah. like chocolate milk, like super swift. Like, Oh, I bet this looks pretty cool the rest of the time. So there's probably going to be areas where like, I don't remember this looking like this at all. So, yeah. so what was really cool is on the flybrary project, um, somebody posted a new flybrary on a little, it's like a really narrow bridge mm-hmm. and it's in Coburn, Pennsylvania. And if you're standing on that bridge, behind you is like literally a tunnel from an old railroad, like railroad that went through the mountain. Oh, cool. And they're like, hey, new flybrary up at the Coburn uh, Tunnel. And I'm like, holy fuck, I've been, I stood on that bridge last (laughs) year. Yeah. So I made a comment like, hey, I headed there. Who put the, the guy who put the flybrary up actually has a house right on the creek. And he was like, Dude, listen to the podcast. Yeah, I know yeah. you're coming up. You can get access to the water from our place. Let me know if you need any help with flies, whatever. Sick. So pretty stoked. Yeah, that's that's awesome. So you'll probably be reasonably dialed. If the weather, I mean, we only got one more week for the weather to hold out. Yeah. And yeah. that had been like a really wet month so before you got there. So I'll have Pins Creek, Elk Creek, and Muddy Creek like literally right there where I can fish at any given time. Um, there's an awesome little uh, craft brewery at uh, Elk Creek. Nice. And uh, plan on going there. I'm um, going to take a handful of stickers. So uh, Muddy Creek is about as marketable as Mosquito Lagoon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, now the, irony, the irony is last year I caught one fish during those shitty conditions. Uh-huh. I caught it in Muddy Creek. Right. It's crystal clear. I was nymphing. <laughs> <laughs> dirty nymphing. Nymphing for Graham. Uh, nymphing dirty. <laughs> you know, it's funny. We had some buddies. Well, they became buddies in town from Sri Lanka uh, a little over a year ago. And they had heard about Mosquito Lagoon. It was like, well, it's pretty world famous. You kind of forget that. And you wonder, like, does mm-hmm. it still hold some of the claim? He's like, but they don't know the word for lagoon. He's like, we really, really would like to go fish Mosquito Lake. It's like Mosquito Lake, like here and all. He's like, no, 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 where the redfish and the rockets are. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I forgot he meant lagoon, but it was yeah. Yeah. the wind was so bad they couldn't. No guides were running. They're like, no, nah, dude, we can't. Like it was blowing like thirty knots for like the weekend there, yeah, free. Yeah. So they were so high up in the company, they would just rotate who skipped training days and just not show up and have someone go take them fishing <laughs> in Mosquito <laughs> Lake. They had a good time. Lake. The uh, yeah, I mean, it is to, to like, well, Florida sportsman readers. It's cool. But everybody else, I mean, like the Drake or whatever, 
if you haven't been here, there's still like some crazy like lore about that we don't well, really like think of. Yeah, well, I mean, Mosquito Lagoon is certainly known because you know we have resident big fish um, that spend their entire life cycle here. Uh, the truth of the matter is, it's not something we target on a regular basis. There's times of the year where the big fish may be a little bit more apt to eat a fly. But more so than whether they're willing to eat a fly or not is they'll definitely always eat a chunk of ladyfish or mullet or a quartered crab. Yeah. And you have to wade through that fucking circus sideshow <laughs> if you want to have a chance sometimes. So fly for the big fish is kind of a tough game. Uh, not that it doesn't happen, uh, but it, it's it's a rare day when you find those fish not being pounded and, and, and actually have a chance. And then, of course, the fact that Mosquito Lagoon is, on average, um, very shallow, and it's a place where you can find tailing redfish on a pretty continuous basis year-round, it makes it a special place. Mm-hmm. So uh, For sure. You know, a lot of people are like, oh, man, Mosquito Lagoon, I'd love to come down there and fish, you know. So there's a reason for it. We're, we're really fucking lucky to live here and to have Absolutely. access to such waters. And we do sometimes take it for granted. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You, you just know, get desensitized with, like, names. You know what I mean? And yeah. Boca Grand Pass, well, that's where right. they that's get where tarpon, tarpon are, you know, or whatever. This is, like, this is kind of the epicenter. Well, you know, like, you know. if you go to JB's, which... We'll be there on June 22nd for the, for the dinghy derby. derby and poker run and raffle. Mm-hmm. There's a huge sign there. It's a big redfish. And it says, world famous yeah. Mosquito Lagoon. Mm-hmm. And, it, and I guess it really is, you know? Oh, yeah. You know, it's like growing up with Disney in your backyard. You know, yeah, you kind of yeah. get desensitized. I think that's to it. yeah, that's yeah. Florida people, dude. Yeah, it's like whatever magic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, you, <laughs> it's off the street. You're, you're, you're gonna go stand in line for that shit. Yeah, it's magic mice right up the road. <laughs> now get out. Go. <laughs> well, get out of Florida my mosquito now. Lake. Get out. So um, summer is definitely upon us. Um, we, yes, we, Africa hot has arrived, <sighs> and. Uh, I have to admit, though, this is one of my favorite times of the year. Yeah, it's hot. Yeah, it can be brutal. But there's something magical that happens if you get a storm, say, 2, 2.30, maybe as late as 3. And it can be like crazy lightning, sideways wind, rain flying. Like you can't see the car in front of you. But by four thirty, five o'clock, that shit winds down. Yeah. It pushes over towards Orlando, and then it goes dead glassy yeah. calm over here. It can be the most magical of times, and for whatever reason, everybody loves to rush over here and fish the morning from like before light yeah. to about ten, eleven o'clock. They're got their boat back on the trailer. By 11, 12, 1 at the latest, and they're gone. And when you go out here in the evenings after a storm and it slicks off and tails, like there are so many fucking tails that you can't decide which one you should 
mm-hmm. like go after. Throw at. Yeah. yeah. You can see them all. They're so, it's so yeah. glassy. You yeah. can see every fish that's out here. So, so this is like actually one of my favorite times. And, you know, I get people all the time. They're like, so like, what's a good time to fish Mosquito Lagoon? Fucking any day of the year, really. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, it just depends on what you're into. Um, it, it's magical out here, but it's also torturous. Um, this time of year, like if we were to step outside right now, I can almost guarantee you we get hammered. that we're going to get hammered, not by mosquitoes. Like this should be no see lagoon. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cause the no see are fucking brutal. Mm-hmm. Like I'll, I'll take mosquitoes over no see Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Easily, like easily the, uh, I don't know. I always tell people when it's like cooler. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, that's like comfort, uh, it's more enjoyable, this is the time, and, right? This well, is that's the time of year where it's probably even it's more active. Yeah, there's probably like it's, if you want to sweat it out and get bit by bugs, you'll get more fish now. Right, but like you know, December's also pretty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, like I, I, I always try to shoot people straight, and I say, you know, probably late October, like basically from Halloween through Christmas, is really great. As long as you keep an eye on when the next cold front's coming and avoid the wind and all that. And then probably late March through middle of May, it's pretty fucking magical. But both of those periods of time is really about the human factor, the human having Mm -hmm. a good time. The summertime, the fish, man, the, the water... For whatever reason, the lunar cycle and where we are and rotating around the sun, the water levels are lower. Yeah. You're seeing more fish. Just my favorite. Like, tailing fish are great, right? But my favorite is summertime, and the fish are up so shallow, but they're in the grass, and they're snaking. I call it, you know, it's just like these snaking red fish. And you can be putting the fly, like, fucking basically hitting them on the head, and they're not seeing the fly because their eyes are being covered by the grass. Right. But if you can get the fly down to them, it's it's incredible. It's it's a moving target. It's a target rich environment. They're very forgiving because they can't see, see? you. They they're not hearing you. So if you're a hack like me, this is a good time to be <laughs> throwing a fly. This is the stuff. Yeah. This is it. Um, man, I was just thinking about the the wherewithals for potential attendees to the uh, to the derby. Yeah. Um, full day. Pretty long, like pretty. It's gonna be. It's, it's gonna be yeah, a full day. Yeah. Pretty long down the water. So yeah, and here wide hat and sunscreen and all that. <laughs> yeah, seriously. You know what I mean, um, I'd rather see. I think we're probably going to do most of our hanging out a little later in the evening. Yep. We'll be running around and keeping it as safe as we can for as long as we can. Yeah, and and here's the thing. We want everybody to have a good time, and we also want everybody to be safe. Um, make sure Roy Berryman. Roy Berryman was a coach at my high school. And in 10th grade, a mandatory class that we had to take as sophomores was called health. How about that, Tennessee? Uh, Just got to go to health class. Health. 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 
Health. Health. <laughs> and Coach Berryman was the health class teacher. And he was really cool in my book because he didn't bullshit you and tell you not to do this, not to do the other. This is going to hurt you. This is going to hurt you. He would simply preach and spend a year preaching to us. Boys, fellas, ladies, there's things that you're going to get an opportunity to do in life. (laughs) (laughs) And what I want to tell you is a lot of people are going to try to scare you and encourage you just not to do it. I'm more of a realistic kind of guy. I'm going to tell you, I know you're going to. So since I know you're going to do these kind of things, I think it's incumbent upon me to try to teach you guys something, a little life skill that's going to help you through life. And it can all be summed up with one word, whether it's drinking or smoking or dipping or chewing or any other number of things that you might be able to do that could get you into trouble. If you use moderation, you'll be fine. All things in moderation can be okay. It's when, yeah. you, when, when you do something to excess is when you get into trouble. So as Roy Berryman, old Coach Berryman would tell you, if you're out here during the dingy derby and you got a big fucking Yeti cooler full of beer, there's nothing that says you got to drink the whole cooler. No. Before especially you get to the, end of the, the fact that we're going to be out there pretty much all day. This right. is, yeah. It's not this a race. Is, this is no, it is a race, yeah. but it's a marathon. <laughs> it's not a sprint. It right. is That's not a sprint. Right. There we go. That's better. Yeah, it is not a sprint. Just use moderation. Mm-hmm. Make sure and reapply your sunscreen. Drink some water and have some water. water in there. Yeah, yeah, a little bit of water. Yeah. Stay cool. I'm going to make people, enjoy yourself. I'm going to I'm going to make people like a cocktail. Yeah, I want to make them beer and just water. Just, <laughs> oh, just have them drink out of a big cup. You're serving Coors Light. Yeah. <laughs> well, half beer, my, half uh, water. Here you go. Organ harvesting boat is just going to have IV drip bags set up. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Saline. Cool. <laughs> I'm a, I'm hiring a phlebotomist for the day just mm-hmm. to sit on the boat. I could do that. People. Yeah, I learn how. Perfect. You're yep. at my checkpoint. Checkpoint <laughs> two, if you're dehydrated, let Mark and I know. We'll give you Gatorade. I, so I mean, uh, so rumor has it. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's all but confirmed. Doggy Daddy's coming down. Yeah. I am so damn excited. So, so I think that Carl is probably the most appropriate vessel to uh, entertain yes. yeah. and um, carry – Mike around the lagoon and you know we have to clear this with Mike I mean Mike may want to participate in the dinghy derby so I don't know how we would work that out maybe you you know he can just you can carry him by but more so I think it would be a lot of fun if we have Carl and doggy daddy kind of floating um, from from place to place, and we may come yeah. up with some yeah. interesting games of skill where you may be able to challenge um, one of them to uh, help raise some money for the mm-hmm. lagoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and 
Maybe it's a casting challenge. Well, maybe it's a drinking challenge. We don't know. We'll yeah. come up with something. Well, I think it should definitely incorporate both. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um, but and Orvis always steals my ideas. Oh shit. <laughs> well, I come up with them, and then a week later, I realize they just came up with that same idea. Yeah. So it's kind of a bummer. But Gerald, a uh, good friend of Skiff Outfitters, was real big into cornhole. And I thought if you bumped those things back another 10 feet, you could take a fly with a cut hook oh, and, and do cornhole like, yeah. with casting. And I haven't worked out the you details. Get, well, you but get four bags, so you get four casts. Yeah, you get so, four casts. Are you saying that Orvis has already done this? Well, they Not started yet. doing a trick shot series of videos, and one of them is a one of the kids takes an H3 and friggin' drops a fly on a cornhole. Oh, that's because it's H3. Mm-hmm. But... I, I'm I think actually, that could be a pretty fun game. And if you're trying to work on your casting skills, most of you from the South probably have access to a cornhole board. If you cut that hook off so you don't anger deeply anger the person who owns that mm-hmm. board, it'd be a pretty fun way to try to start dropping casts somewhere. I don't know if like a memo was generated from Orvis HQ or not, but man... Last week, there was a run, an absolute run, on Flyberry locations that are all inside, inside Orvis of stores. Them. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. San Antonio. You're talking San Antonio. Sevierville, yes. Tennessee, <laughs> yeah. like all over the place. And I think it's great, you know. Yeah. But right. I guess know. one manager talks to another. Maybe they had a meeting or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, hey, Orvis, if you're listening and – Tom Rosenbauer, we know you do. Right. Why don't you guys reach out and let's do something? Um, yeah, Tom. You know, it would be a little <laughs> bit more fun if we worked together. Mm-hmm. So, me and um, you, you and me together. <laughs> 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 so I'm going to go back to Doggy Daddy. Uh-huh. Yes. Okay. When I first found out, all I was worried about and all I was questioning is... Does he think Amy's going to let the dogs go on a yes. road trip? Dude, I so <laughs> I don't know, dude. I don't know. Well, maybe she's working, though. You know? Well, here's the, here's the be- thing. Do you know how much fun your boat would be with Doggy Daddy and Pearl and Butter in it? Dude, it would be crazy. I don't... Freaking Bree would never make it to checkpoint yeah. number whatever because she'd be stopped there yeah. all day with her dogs having a blast. I don't know... They're little wrecking balls. They are. I wonder how <laughs> no. they do. I wonder how they do on the wa- on the water. I don't know. Does he, Doggy Daddy? Do you ever take him on the drift boat? I don't think. Do you like I'm pretty sure. I've, I've never, never seen, seen it. I've never dog. seen it. I've never seen it. Uh, if so, dog. why not? Do you have a good reason? There's got to be a life jacket well, I, that floats hundred. I was going to say. I don't think those dogs swim very well. No, no they're <laughs> they're cannonballs. They're you bulky. shoot them at forts. Well, you know the the nice thing about emergency procedures in Mosquito Lagoon is stand up. Yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of dogs, um, Bree did a photo shoot with a dog adoption agency yeah, for a couple of her, her dogs. Yeah, her time and her skill to... Uh, really? Yeah, so they do really like nice shots of the dogs that are looking for a home. So, so like, oh, cool shot. You I made a... I wrote on her Instagram as a joke. and was like, hey, you should really know better than to do that because I really want a dog. And then she took it a step further and was like, well, this dog's really cool and this lab is really cool. And I, I think I'm going to have to block Bree on Instagram because <laughs> it's way too tempting to go out and buy a dog. But I told her, I said, look, here's the deal. If I do go adopt one of these, and, and not this week it's or cheaper next, than a kid. But, mm. Well, yeah, and I don't have one of those either. So, um, 
the uh, I was like, I'm going to give the, your name as a reference because it'll probably look really good if the dog photographer's like, yeah, this guy's good. He pets oh, he's my legit. dog every time he comes right. over. Uh, one was like a little, some kind of little beagle, I think. I don't, I'm not a big beagle guy. His name was Bordeaux, maybe. But was, there's, a dog, the there's, a, there's a lab named Piper that's like I would, I think pretty dang Bordeaux. cute. Three or four years old already. Kind of mellow. But then, but then uh, I've remembered pretty quickly. Uh, from my hallucination, that Shannon said I'm not allowed to get a dog because I got to be able to watch Cabo. Right. Which is kind of like really true. But if so. they get along, it's just like summer camp. So sorry, right. Piper. Yeah. You're stuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm, my, my interest is peaked. I may give him a call and see mm-hmm. if she's still around. Uh, maybe Wednesday. I'll take another day off. The slave driver will give me a day mm-hmm. to go. I don't know about that. Rescue some poor dog on the mm-hmm. other side of the state. And grow. Well, once we put our cattle fences up at the shop, right? You can just have them running. Yeah, it's not like she's gonna be home by herself. She's just gonna hang out with me. That actually might. um, It'll help curtail the uh, unwanted visitors. Yeah. Of the. I mean, I know of a certain somebody's dog. Mafta population could. Yeah. (laughs) Was it Mafta? Did I get that wrong? Scare the people away. TCB. Marta, (laughs) the Marta crowd away. Yeah, and the. uh, I mean, it's. Wide open spaces. It's pretty. Wide I would, open space. Sorry. I guess pretty safe. Was that Dixie Chicks? Uh, I don't know who sings that, <laughs> but I heard it on the radio, and I. I'm pretty it sure came it's to the, mine. No, it's it's Dixie Chicks. Nice. And I'm cultured. I have been to a Dixie Chicks concert. I've really? been to Dixie uh, Stampede. The Dixie Crossroads. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Boom. I'm here to tell you that the Dixie Chicks, other than the one chick running her mouth about. What oh, yeah. George Bush and yeah. like that kind of was a guns and whatever it yeah. was. Yeah, you know she decided to get political. I actually enjoy a little Dixie Chicks. Mm-hmm. I'm not opposed and, to them. And I went to a concert in Orlando, and I was one of like five guys that was there. Awesome. Sweet. And I have to tell you, <laughs> holy <laughs> parade of <laughs> hot so fucking in, country chicks. In mm-hmm. Ben's relationship advice, I know we haven't officially started the segment. <laughs> Single dudes. Mm-hmm. Start doing your scouting and mingling at Dixie Chicks concerts. Right. It'd be Taylor Swift now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know, though. Dixie Chicks aren't around anymore, man. They didn't yeah. break up. They're long They're gone. Long well, gone. <laughs> that's fair. Um, didn't really take that into consideration. Not all my advice is good. You will learn this. But I don't know that I'd recommend Taylor Swift. She seems a little too pretentious, which means her following is probably pretentious. Find a, a popular female artist that the girls are into who's not so stuck up. If she wasn't passed away like but Amy don't, Winehouse. So so uh, oh. <laughs> yeah. You're not you're not yeah. telling you're not telling the boys to go to an Indigo Girls concert though, are you? No. No, no it's no. not my they favorite might, shade they, of purple. They, they might go home lonely. <laughs> 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 Everybody's looking for the shame it's a, thing. It's a cry and shame. It's a cry and shame. I mean, it's really kind of a commodity. Because here's the problem: if you go to Luke, like a Luke Bryan concert, yeah. which you shouldn't, anyways, um, <laughs> they're not going to give a rip about you. They're going to be looking at Mr. Bedazzled Sparkle Pants on stage, uh, and like to get the beer trance off Bedazzling onto you is not going to work. So play your cards right. Do something reasonable. Go to a chick concert because unless they're like a lesbian, they're not going to be like super hung up on her. They're going to like the song because they're going to love it. 
but they'll probably pay attention to you as one of five dudes. I want to hear. So what if out. it was a Melissa Etheridge? I'd have to look that person up to even know. You don't know who Melissa is. I'm, bl- I'm not great with names. Oh, wow. Sing, me, sing a song. Sing a chorus. <laughs> sing me a song. Ooh, William Joel. I like it. Billy. Um, <laughs> William Joel. Uh, so, yeah, that's so my advice. For are are there any good summer concerts coming up? I know um, we've got the... Whichever one's at JB's. <laughs> when we get there for the Derby. <laughs> Man, I, I hope know. the transfers are playing on Derby Day. That'd be awesome. Johan. You you Vindaloo. saw you saw when uh, we were at New the Smyrna Brewery. Smyrna, yeah. Smyrna Brewery. The transfers are um, awesome. Johan, I'm gonna apologize because I've tried to like I'm dyslexic. I've tried to pronounce your name a bunch of times. So my nickname for you is Johan Vindaloo, which I'm aware is an <laughs> Indian dish. <laughs> but Johan Jin Vindaloo shit. <laughs> Yeah. Vindaloo, whatever brand the transfers, uh-huh. please request them to be there on the twenty second. Uh, our the fate of Alderaan is John. in your hand. Yeah, <laughs> sure he gets that all the time. Yeah, hey, uh, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna have fun with this. What, <laughs> what do you think? It's all clever, the, John. Uh, what John. he gets all the time is the Star Wars references. Alderaan. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> I heard Seriously. it. <laughs> nice. um, also, if anyone wants to. I mean, you'd have to... One, you need to be loaded. Um, the Ultimate Collector Series Lego Millennium Falcon would make a Dude. great send-in <laughs> gift. I love them. I want one. It's $800. So my choices are ben. piece of plastic to build or go rescue poor ben. Piper from the pound. Are you thinking I'm getting about the dog. <laughs> ben Pickett, you're our only hope. Boom. <laughs> there... Back to the Lego nerd thing real quick. I'm like, I promise I'm going to spend five seconds glossing over this. Someone made a spoof for May the 4th that was literally a pile of just brown, different shaped Lego bricks. It just said Alderaan. It <laughs> <laughs> blew the planet up. So, uh, so, so. How did Ben's relationship advice section <laughs> become Ben's Lego advice section? Because um, it transitioned from concert <laughs> to JB's to, to Lego. Johan Hold on Vindaloo. a second. Hold on a second. Okay. <laughs> So so we we saw your story. Which one? Your red carpet story. Yes. But we haven't talked to you about oh, Comic-Con. Oh my day. Were there were there any were there any Star Wars characters there? Uh yeah, so I into the culture of Comic-Con. Well, do we want to do a break real quick. Do, do you want to? I'm okay yeah. with that. Yeah. I'm yeah. ready to wrap and, my head and, around this. Yeah, bring in a final uh, the, little uh, segment there. But it's a pretty interesting world while we're tuning out well, i'm kind you know, of excited to share about it it's just it. a matter of uh and uh i haven't decided if it's going to be a one and done thing but i'm excited to i wouldn't make it one well and done. you know Travel i have down to the path i have to admit you look pretty good on the red carpet yeah dude i, I did you had that chest out i did and just and like you cleaned barreled. up pretty well i yeah. shaved <laughs> i actually so we'll come back to it
All right, back from a little field trip over to the tiny dock. Yeah, just we uh, test our theory about no CMs versus mosquitoes. I think. Yeah, uh, and valid. Uh, mm-hmm. There's definitely mos- um, mosquito lagoon manatee poo issues. Oh yeah. I mean, we walked right up and saw what like. What would you say the gauge on that was? Like a two mm. inch, two inch turd oh, yeah. floating it through. Was a pretty healthy uh, nug. The width of a yeah. small like girl's wrist. Weird. <laughs> as, a tra- as a trafficker, here. you would know that, right? Yeah. Well, we're not mm-hmm. going to talk right. about those days yet. That'll be uh, spook days. Do a lot of segment. dealing in wrists, do you? Uh, well, a <laughs> little bit of money there. Um, you know, because other people have gimp wrists, they need like one that's kind of functional, or at least that, looks. I don't functional. think that's the preferred nomenclature, dude. <laughs> Look, it's not like it's a sensitive industry. <laughs> not <very laughs> We're not easy. going for great here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I thought about it though, and I didn't think about it till just now. When it's not like we had a net, we could take that manatee turd and cover it in resin. Use <laughs> like give it to people as like paperweights and stuff. Oh man. It's dirty we work. Could. Somebody's got to do no, it. No, it'll just fall apart. There's not so? much holding it together. Yeah. Mm, I bet if you had the resin and you submerged it like a geode right out of the gate. <laughs> right. You guys do that. Let me know. Ground it down. I mean, we could do it. it. Polish it up. Yeah, polish turd. And, oh, um, and put it on like, the end of a cane, like Jurassic Park. Some <laughs> boat companies and or their employees I could send that to. Mm. With a little rhyme that says, you've been bad, so here's the scoop. <laughs> All you get today is manatee poop. Oh. <laughs> Ben's on fire right wow. now. Lyr- <laughs> wow. Wow. Lyr- <laughs> little, little rhyming. Mm. Lyrical. Genius. It's Lyrical a limerick, poet. really. <laughs> <laughs> Open mic uh. night. Mm-hmm. So, I've had a few too little beers for an open mic night. Right. Those get out of hand. So Megacon, Megacon, what a what a mega fun event! Mm-hmm. Um, so Megacon is Megacon is so this is where it gets a little confusing because I'm I'm still learning. There's like you thought fly fishing got technical, mm-hmm. uh, you can get yourself thrown way off the deep end quick there. So Comic Con is like comic book specific or used to be. Right, it's kind yeah. of evolved a little bit. Megacon is like. Mega book specific, every whatever. <laughs> it's kind of like a little bit of movie, movie. Yeah, yeah. It all mega probably stands for something um, other than huge. Um, but I pulled into the Orange County Convention Center, got out. My sister's like, "Where are you?" Where I was like, "I'm buying a ticket. Chill." Bought my ticket. Met up with her and her friends. One of the guys Zach I knew from work. His sister came in from Pennsylvania. Didn't know her. Kind of weird, but nice. Fun. She was kind of of the furry theme. Uh, had a tail. F- what? Furry? A furry. Furry. So, <laughs> there's two types of furries. There's just the furries, the people that like to dress up as animals. And then there's the erotica furry. She was not of the erotica type. Sweet. But had a white tail, <laughs> black ears, a respirator with the radioactive symbol on it, her cat ears were Bluetooth speakers, and she just walked around playing techno music um, like a considerable amount of the time. Um, I kept wondering, why the heck does the music not ever get farther away when we're walking? And then I kept remembering, oh, she's got it <laughs> come out of her head. Um, nothing I ever recognized. It wasn't like William Joel or... 
Dixie Chicks. Or Dixie Chicks. Or Bluegrass. It was just techno jargon. So we're walking around, and it's pretty clear. It's like... It's like vendors everywhere. You can buy stuff, and then there's like different rooms. What do they sell? You, like, oh, dude, what bits? don't they sell? A little bit. There's like swords, accessories, swords, um, action figures, Legos. There was a whole section. So, how long did you spend in the Lego section? Be uh, honest. There were only two <laughs> vendors that I found that sold Legos, and I, I probably twenty minutes between the two, kind of looking. They had some of the, like really cool classic sets you can't get anymore, and the price was actually reasonable, <laughs> like really reasonable. But I was like, okay, you can buy a new car, mm-hmm. or you can buy the Millennium Falcon. Um, a new car, it's as much as a car. Well, Running? no, well maybe, but it was one of those things. Like, so like it would be like two hundred bucks, like that deduct from the cash deal you want to pay for a so, car. It's just I'm being smart, okay? A little bit of an adult. Would you would you play with it when you're like? Is this one of the things you'd play with? So here's what I used to do. Or, those of you who know, um, I used for to all work, the Lego people out there. For all my le- where where are my AFOLs? Adult fan of Lego. Everything's acronymed. Wow, uh, dang. it's like the military. <laughs> oh, it's gonna get so. We're not gonna go down this road too far today, but. I used to work at a desk job, and I, the dude who was just an absolute dick hated the fact that I had a Saturn V Lego rocket on my desk. He's like, I'm tired of looking at your stupid rocket. So what, what did I do? And you're like, dude, that's a Saturn V, chief. Well, I told him, I was like, look, it breaks apart. This is cool. There's all the booster stages. It, like, You can even pop out the lunar module. I was like, this thing's cool as heck. Well, he got, he got really been out of shape about it, so I brought... I had an Ultimate Collector Series TIE Fighter that was like this big and a Boba Fett Slave 1. And I brought <laughs> both of them and sat them guns pointed at his desk. And then he was still rude. So oh, I pulled out, out a hand. So dude. I pulled out a trick from Ron Swanson playbook and I had a Claymore mine that says this side toward enemy and pointed it, I set it right on our divider, pointed right at his desk. That. <laughs> Is so so there was no like report to uh, oh there was a report filed but I was like no there's just nowhere to put it <laughs> and then on the last I told HR I said I mean come on you know the guy you understand why the Claymore mine was pointed at him um, <laughs> and she mark, laughed we need to mark that yeah. like um, a later clip watch yourself you know Carl. why the Claymore mine <laughs> <You know. laughs> soundbite clip yeah. so circling back around um. So yeah, I, I kind of do stuff with them. I like like looking at them. Sometimes I take them back apart and rebuild hey, Carl, them a couple years later. If he if the if the kid ever says, <laughs> "Hey man, it's been real working here, but um, I, I, I'm thinking I'm moving along. Mm-hmm. I, I've got an application in with the city where he says the post office. Mm-hmm. You might want to like send some yeah, flags. I know. Out. EOD. Uh, first of all, smoke signals. Carl's really fun to work for. This is not like, this feels like no job I've ever had. Dude, the Millennium Mostly Falcon. because I've never been inside a building that gets to 92 degrees in it's the like middle of the day. It's like hot yoga. Yeah, but no yoga and no chicks in yoga pants, which is disappointing <laughs> for the temperature. Um, what does that leave you with? <laughs> boats, just, baby. Just the hot. Boats and hose <laughs> minus the hose. Um, <laughs> just boats. So, so what so, is the deal lately with fishing in yoga pants? Likes. I'm a big fan. Yeah. Don't, don't get me wrong. I'm a big fan. It's like, I don't even, they're like, do they I know breathe? What you mean. But, well, well, I know what you mean. Would it, be, would it be appropriate or inappropriate 
if I tried yoga pants on the skiff soon because apparently they're super move. comfortable. I, was I say, hear they're I super comfortable. Yeah. Apparently they breathe a little. Um, more importantly, you don't get sunburned because it blocks it. Yeah, but so, you see, but you see like uh, uh, chicks in yoga pants, you know, full length. Yeah, and like a bikini top that matches them. So well, they're, not, they're gonna have like called, really white legs. It's and called like luxury athle- athleisure wear. Athleisure wear. That's athleisure. the title for it. Athleisure. Athletic leisure wear. Um, I don't know why I know this, by the way. <laughs> so, athleisure wear. Did they it's have meant that? At to, so you look. Oh, someone had it for sure. Probably. Um, it's meant to make you look. Like you're awesome while you're doing things that don't feel awesome. I'm just like, thinking that the trimming and like firming like, that, that right. yoga pants like would do for me. Like, oh, like yeah. So well, yeah. Yeah. It looks like, like four dice. Do <laughs> Big Daddy Rob's pretty fit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, no doubt about it. So. <laughs> Big Daddy Rob. <laughs> Whatever. Um, What's happening to Big Daddy when he comes back to the boat ramp? He's going to be like, who the hell yeah. is talking to me like he knows me? Like, well, we've talked about you on our podcast. Do you, do you wear yoga pants while you fish? <laughs> be like, what? So well, what do you I'm think following of- a restraining order on that <laughs> boat. Um, back to Megacon. I, I digress. What do you think about yoga pants, Big Daddy? Oh, man. That's a <laughs> good way to Daddy. wind up in a, a sane asylum pretty hot quick. Hot chicks. Lots of hot chicks. Well... <sighs> So here's what you need to remember about Ben's trip to Megacon. And I'm going to probably... Well, I don't think we have a whole lot of women that listen to this podcast. Couple, so maybe. Yeah, but they're probably reasonable people. So we're just going to go for it. Gloves off. Um, I was there the last day of Megacon. I don't think the amount of people... Is that like the crescendo? Like the, the Is it a high point or is it like everybody... I would say it's leave? like you wore your best costumes the first three days. And this is the one you, or like it's the last day. I'm gonna get is away. Is it slut day? Sorta, but it's the people who shouldn't be sluts. Mm. Um, not that we're slut shaming. We're not. Um, in <laughs> we're fact, we're just making observations. Yeah. And our reporter from the field is letting yeah, us you, know you what have the to vibe remember, was. I can't be biased. I can't just not report what I see. I have to give That's you all the, the facts so you can make up your mind. Should I go? With Ben to Megacon if he goes back next year. Um, we ended last segment on Star Wars characters. And so what I found out about Megacon is there's, one, there's levels to this stuff. <laughs> one of them being you can actually have your costumes certified. What? By, what? Like, if you're accurate enough, like Star Wars, particularly the 501st Legion, which is named after the 501st Legion of Stormtroopers. I was going to say 501st Paratroop. Well, no, not that cool. Um, (laughs) The Star Wars version of that, which are supposed to be like the toughest, baddest Stormtroopers around. Um, They've got like clubs all over the world. When I landed in Fairbanks, Alaska, there's like a glass case with like Star Wars patches donated by the 501st Legion of Anchorage and Fairbanks. That's because 501st Geronimo's is in... I get it. It crosses over. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, yeah. But, right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. No. <laughs> gotcha. So one of the girls was dressed as, and her boyfriend, he was solo from the new Han Solo movie, and she was his like love interest costume. It was homemade, but it looked like it, looked like it came off the movie set. 
And someone was asking her, like, did you make that? She's like, yeah. She's like, it's actually certified by the 501st Legion. I have, I, I got it certified last week. Like, so I wonder who gives them authority. Part? Like, I don't Lucasfilm, know. Well, Disney. I don't know. Yeah. You or know or maybe, maybe they're just um, because they just huge do fans. what they do. Right. Like yeah. they've got this street it's their craft. cred. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's it was, their craft. Yeah. And, and like, some of these costumes look like legit amazing. The cool thing they had like a a prop building club, and they had built replicas of like the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon, a snow speeder, ray speeder, and something else. Oh, Luke's land speeder. And granted, you had to donate cash to go take pictures in them, but for twenty bucks, you can go take as many photos as you want and have photos taken of you inside the Millennium Falcon cockpit. Did you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> yeah. The brawny and, paper towel man was cleaning up the galaxy one hunk of junk at a time. There you go. Mm-hmm. And, and why have we not seen this on your Instagram? Because I just got the... So the guy, Zach, from work does a lot of Photoshop stuff. And he spent, since MegaCon and now, editing all his footage into a YouTube video. Apparently I'm in it, but I, don't, I didn't see myself, but I wasn't like super hardcore paying right. attention. And he just sent the photos to my sister. Like, the lighting's Sweet. pretty good. So they'll be popping up. Nice. Um, but I figured we'd use it. I knew we'd probably talk about it this episode, so I thought we'll save them for a recap. Um, so there's pictures of me and my sister in the Falcon, and then just me. Now, um, I, I have not seen any photos of your sister. Did she go in costume? And if so... So she always goes in costume. This <laughs> is, like, her deal. Um, I was along for the ride, like, hitchhiker-style, thumb out. I'll just go where you go. Huh? Um, you're going my way. I was going to say, yeah. you're pitching it. I think I'm yeah. going to go next year. Yeah. You yeah. should go with me. It'll be <laughs> right. fun. Um, we need to start thinking of like who we're going to be. It's not hard. Do it the day before <laughs> and go buy and prop. All right. Spend $5.37 on your costume. And for whatever reason, you're the coolest guy there. And we'll get there in a minute. So hang on to your horses. <laughs> um, apparently, according to my sister, I spent more money at MegaCon than she did. And all I did was I bought the $20 picture in the Falcon. I thought there would be better stickers there, but there was literally one booth that had stickers that were like anime people. I left them at my house, but I bought all of you guys a Megacon Memento sticker, two of them. Pretty nice. sick. I'm excited. I, I was like 20 minutes away. I was like, damn it. I left them at the house. Um, or did I put them back here? No, because I mean I've been to you know the Comic Con down in Miami yeah, yeah, and all yeah. that with the boys. Yeah. And I'm like, this is, I mean it's not my scene, but this is pretty dang cool. It's what not these the people worst are way to spend a day, you know, putting together. So is like, it mostly about the like the the like dress up the costumes? Well, that was the thing. I was kind of thinking like originally I'm not dressing up, and then I thought, well, you're kind of a loser if you don't. Like that's what this event is about. Right. Do it. Own it. Have some fun. They, Did you I, have to pay an admission fee to go? There is an admission <laughs> fee, um, and it's not cheap. I was gonna, that was a hefty... <laughs> uh, $48 to get in the door. Ooh, one day pass? One day pass. So the, wow. the, the way to do it is the deluxe pass. It's like $130, and you get in for all four days, which is what my sister did. The reason I wow. went um, was because the cast of The Goonies was there, and... You could pay. Was your boy there? Are you guys? He wasn't. He's dead. Yeah. He, died. Oh, he was a football player. Remember your Shut thought? up. Yeah. Because next weekend, the movie theater in Titusville 
Mm-hmm. They're playing the Goonies. Let's go. Let's just go. We're going. Oh, I'm going regardless. All right. That's my jam. You need to send me some deets. Um, I found out something about the Goonies. Uh, you may or may not. So I've actually made the pilgrimage to Astoria, Oregon, and seen the Goonies' house. I was showing Carl pictures yesterday. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the prison they break out of. Um, moreover, there's a really cool brewery. I think it's called Bowie 7 or 9 or 97 or 47. There's, uh, there's some numbers in there. And it's on the wharf, and they have huge plexiglass floors, and there's, like, platforms by the water that the harbor seals, like, jump on. And you can, like, drink a beer and watch the seals hang out underneath. It's pretty cool. Um, they also have a train that you can, for, like, a dollar. You hold out a dollar, and they'll, you hop on, and then you can ride down the whole city all day. Um, didn't do that, though. <laughs> so they were there. I bought her because she's a pretty big Goonies fan. I think it was $165 to get your picture with all four of them. Or, well, it wound up being three. You're a good brother. Well, it was like my last hurrah from abating her at my last job. Felt okay. a little guilty. Um, so I was like, you know what? Why not? So I gave it to her. Well, it was good for four people to go take a photo with them. I didn't know this. So she said... You should go. I was like, look, um, maybe 50 bucks might be like more than I want to spend to go do this. She's like, oh, no, no. You paid for this. I'm getting your day pass. So she bought my day pass. I was like, why not? Now I'd probably pay $48 to go. Just, I mean, it's like a, just the, I don't want to say mind opening, but just the amount of weirdness. I was going to say, I want to people watch. Yeah. You can people watch. You went to, um, you went to the rodeo last night, yeah? Oh, you want to talk about people watching. Ooh. Does that get pretty good? Oh, Where yeah. is it, like town-wise? Kissimmee. Kissimmee? I don't even know. Yeah. The Kissimmee like Heritage Center, right? Yeah. yeah it's... Well, the reason I bring it up is like maybe for, for Megacon next year. We just go as rodeo clowns. Well, <laughs> we could do rodeo clowns, or I was thinking we could be the cast of... Young Guns. Oh, that'd be fun. Oh, nice. Um, there were about 20 tattoo artists there just doing tattoos all day. Uh, you know who was there? Uh, Scotty. Scott Lucas from Rebel Reprints. Really? Yeah. yeah. He was busy tatting up some person's calf. He was like 10 feet in. I really felt like I couldn't say hey. Um, but, and I could be wrong here, so if anyone from Rebel Reprints can confirm this, great. If not, I'll hit Fezzy up on Instagram. Um they all had these weird, like, uh, they, like, Photoshopped themselves onto things, and it was Fezzy Photoshopped onto Han Solo, like, with his blaster <laughs> out. It was pretty, like, as an advertisement at the tattoo booth. It was, like, I think it was Fezzy, but I'm not 100% sure. Um, so, walked around, got to go take my photo with the cast of the Goonies. Um, let, me, let me jump in real yeah. quick. One of the awesome prizes in the raffle oh i forgot about that's like the best one is if you have an idea for a sticker they are going to be donating a print run of stickers limiting it to like a four by four sticker but if you like the stickers that we've put out and they're super high quality they're fucking rad the full color uv protected super thick awesome vinyl that's going to be one of the prizes. So start thinking in the back of your mind. If you're in the raffle, you may what be you the yeah. next sticker guy. For sure. Sorry. No, no, no. You're fine. Um, 
So they were trying to convince me I needed to go get a tattoo, and uh, they lost pretty hard. Dang. Not my scene. Mm-hmm. Um, and certainly not there. Um, <laughs> but it's not... To be fair, it's probably not real impressive when the brawny paper towel man is crying because he's getting a tattoo, <laughs> and it hurts. Um, I've never had to. You can dry your tears with. It's not well, that bad. so that, so that's the thing. They had these huge. I forget the name of the soda company, but for like thirty dollars, you could buy their mug and just get free refills all day. I didn't know this till like the last hour, so it wasn't worth it. But I kept was like dying for somebody to spill one. And I was going to rip open that pack of papers. Like, don't worry, I got this. So, and no one spilled it. I was like, there needs to be more beer at this event. Not for $30. You're going to be careful with it. Yeah, but the refills are unlimited, dude. $30 worth of soda? Dang. I'm telling you, it's, well, when they charge probably $8 for it. Um, but every time I go to that convention center, I always eat at Ezekiel's barbecue. The lady did not put pimento cheese on my brisket sandwich, even though I asked her to. I was kind of pretty pissed about that ruined my whole day um, moreover did you yelp her shit no attention to details no. piss poor you could tell she was like not day laborer but like a, like you hire them on it's like they're convention workers that just scoop and right slide scoop um, the poop on the sandwich but what i was most worried about which is funny the pack of paper towels was unopened because i didn't want things flopping around so they gave me napkins, and I was like, is this going to be like the undoing of the brawny guy because he's just using a common napkin right. instead of a Are you going to become like a – It was like a setup. No, yeah, then you, it was. You'd lose your prop. Well, I know. So I had one person like, hey, can I take a picture? I was like, yeah, man. And Sweet. So then at lunch, this like I get up, and we're fixing to leave. I pick up the pair, and this guy goes, whoa, 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 hold up, dude. And I was like, yeah, what's up? He's like – are you the brawny paper towel? I was like, yeah. He's like, we've been sitting here because we didn't see the paper towels because I'm a chair, like trying to figure out, like, what is this guy? <laughs> what, like, we they're like we were all over the place, and we thought you were Paul Bunyan. Yeah, they're like they're like we didn't know, like, dude, can we take a picture? So their group takes a picture. Then this dude, that, as best I can tell, is like 18 year old Sam Pedante. <laughs> Um, but with <laughs> who is eighteen? I think. So, well, no, he's twenty, which is the same as a twenty-two-year-old Sam Pedante. Yeah, but not um, less less of an adult voice comes up to me. With, with he's got this can't hear me. Goes and I don't. I was like, it's totally like you're like he's rehearsed this line, and the act, like he's expecting people to tell him no, you can't take a picture. Yeah. He comes up because. That's the most powerful costume I've ever seen. Powerful. I was like, yeah, man. So at first I was just like holding the thing and like smiling. And I was like, this isn't selling it. <laughs> if you're gonna play be it the up, brawny paper bit, towel guy, freaking sell it. Right. What is the brawny guy doing? Is he in like a I don't know, like holds a, paper towels. Like a pose. Yeah. Like, so yeah. I started like putting it on my hip, chest yeah, yeah. out, like Doing it like the and guy like, on the people on the, were eating dude, your, your red carpet photo. Yeah, you are fucking owning it. Well, let's go to the red carpet. So <laughs> it's the end of the day. My sister's like, "Hey, do you want to go?" She's like, it, "I mean, she's like, it's kind of probably a little bit embarrassing." It's like, whatever. I said, "She's like, there's a red carpet where everyone who wants to in costume gets to walk up, they'll announce who you are, and a professional photographer will take photos." And then I was like, "Okay." She's like, "We're gonna do it. You don't have to." I said, "Look." This is your deal. Was it awkward seeing Gary there? 
Uh, <laughs> no, because it wasn't like professional want to be photographers. It was <laughs> actual. It was like credentialed. Actually, people like the dude was a veteran from Tennessee who specializes in like doing cosplay photo shoots for people, and they paid to have him come down the whole weekend and man the red carpet. Um, supposedly, so. But he did a pretty good job, and some of his work's like pretty cool. Um, so we were kind of toward the back of the line. It took like forty-five minutes Holy to snake smokes. over. Yeah, there's like probably. So while you're people. in line, mm-hmm. set set the set the stage. Who who are the characters in front of you, and who's behind you? Um, in front of me. So this is where it gets kind of hard because I'm not like there's a lot of anime stuff and I'm not versed on that. Okay, at all. so there's like stuff going on that you're like I'm not really sure what that is. Not sure and or comfortable with what it is. <laughs> um, really? Yeah, the whole furry scene like, of like erotic kittens and stuff is pretty. Yeah. Pretty batshit crazy. I can dig it. Um, well, yeah. you can I'm, I'm already <laughs> I'm already it. thinking about buying a ticket based on well, that comment yeah. alone. But I'm saying like furry some, sexy kittens. Well, some of them are like. <laughs> Whatever. Um, <laughs> so behind us was, I think, elves from The Hobbit. There was okay. four of them, pretty attractive elves for elves. Um, <laughs> Not bad for an elf. <laughs> uh, a lot of Aquamans. In front of us, I forget who the first two were, but there was some girl who was like, some person in a pink dress from Sailor Moon was all I got from conversations happening around her. And then it kind of went up. You had like different Spider-Men. Uh, you went through like a Marvel slew of characters, some people from Disney movies. You know, that might be the answer. Instead of um, doing yoga pants, I might have to get like a Spider-Man costume because so, I think that would slim toe. me up. Oh, head yeah. to toe. Well, head to My toe. brother once ran a prison break 5K in a green morph suit, and that was it. <laughs> and he How got d- some pretty good. He said it was pretty nice. You have eye holes? No, he had to actually flip the hood off because oh, okay. they had like micro electric fences that weren't really going to hurt you. And he ran into all of them. He's like, at that point, I was like, I'm going to change this up. Hmm? So one funny thing is there was like... So white a, people just go somewhere and do like a fake prison break? It's called a prison break. It was like a 5K where you had obstacles, people in like trees with airsoft guns yeah. and police, and you try to make it to the end. Our sheriff does it. Really Pretty awesome. Yeah, that you like get shot by an airsoft gun and you know all this other stuff. So I was actually Before teasing. Before after there the Starbucks for Starbucks run, uh, probably after because you don't want to puke all the Starbucks yeah. out. Yeah. So there weren't a whole lot of like super inappropriate <laughs> slutty costumes, which I was kind of cool with. Um, it's kind of like. It sounds like kind of Halloween. It's it's Halloween. Okay, like so. Uh, Let's get back on track here. Yeah. You're standing so on the red at carpet. The red 45 carpet. minutes. Yeah, we get to it. Now, there's about 300 people standing at the red carpet, like, teared up like this, like, just taking So it's like bleachers. Through. Yeah, almost like bleachers, but there's really not bleachers. Like, it's there's like a like an accent wall that yeah, people yeah. are standing on, and then tall people migrating down to shorter people. Um, like the people who win as dwarves because they're midgets, like we're at the front. So See, they're like, small people. This well, is a, like they're said, not midgets. This is a, we're not politically. This correct. is a cosplay chick I follow. Oh, I don't know much about yeah? it. Yeah, but that would be pretty appropriate of some of the things I saw. Um, oh, hey, that's yeah. a, that's a furry. Yeah, what's up? Right. 
So I can see why you're following. <laughs> so back to the, I had no idea Trout Pal did that. The, my buddy who goes like was with my sister does art, and you can apparently make uh, like twenty five grand a month doing uh, what furry porn, like drawing it for people. I'm in. And he's like, I could pay off my student debt, but I feel like it's selling out. And I was like, I mean, you got to you know make your own call, out, man. but drawing. But they're porn. drawing it. Yeah, okay. like anime. I don't know. Like, right. Not, get not my style. Well, okay. No. Yeah. I, I, total question here. I Go don't know it. the answer. Mm-hmm. Anime. Is it like, is that a shortened word for something? Because like, I couldn't tell you. I think like, it's a style of art being like yeah, animation, but like yeah. drawn <laughs> animation. Okay. Um, like, like. Some Japanimation. Yeah. Yeah. I associate yeah, yeah. anime with Japanese, yeah, yeah. but like, yeah. what is anime like versus just... I think it's just a Japanese cartoon slash comic book. Yeah, I yeah. think it's like the hand-drawn cartoon but is style. It, is it typically adult-oriented? Uh, I, think I would say some are. Some are. Yeah. It's like, it splits off. Okay. There's like action-adventure type stuff. There's adult-adventure type stuff. Um, I don't know much about it. Not my style, not my scene. So is this a furry? <laughs> uh, it's a pigeon. <laughs> a pigeon? A bird flipping the bird, I think. Dude. Um, what the No, what? because that's not like <laughs> cutesy enough, I don't think. Well, well I, I beg to differ. Well, whatever. So you can... You can pigeon or not, I'd do it. Well, there you go. Um... I think an ice horse would definitely. So rain. you, so so when you got up to the front. So all these three hundred people, they only go ballistic and like clap. Well, not even go ballistic. Clap and cheer if it's a their friends or b like some fandom. Meaning like I'm into Pokemon. So when Pikachu walks the red carpet, I think it's awesome. I'm into Disney movies, blah, blah, blah. So, like, really rare characters got, like, no love from the crowd. Yeah, like, and that's the thing. Everyone's trying to be so ironic and obscure that most people, well, not maybe it, not they most. They succeed to the, to the point of failure. Yeah, like, I was like, I don't know what 50% of these people are trying to be. There's, right. like, there's probably people there who are like, oh, you're so, so awesome. I was not that people. Um, so, when I get up, the lady's like, who are you? Looks down, she goes, never mind. Got it. I was like, cool. Was it was it kind of dismissive? No, she was laughing. She thought okay. it was pretty okay. cool. Okay. It was more like And oh. she's like a staff member. She's the MC for the okay. red carpet. Like you tell her who you are and she makes the announcement. But she does if it's if she can figure out how, she'll say like a little quip <laughs> in front of instead of here's so and so. So my sister goes in front of me because I was like, I'm gonna watch you do this one time. And like basically everyone kind of goes out, one picture, strikes a pose, goes out. So I was like, okay, this is easy enough. So she goes, for all of life's biggest messes, the brawny paper towel man. And you talk about, like, nobody giving a rip about anybody else. The whole place starts, like, cheering. Clapping. I'm not like I'm not making this up. Going ballistic. Bend toward the house. And it made you feel I good. Stroke, struck the pose. The photographer was like... Hands on the hip. You've hands got Hands on the hip, holding the We've all towels. seen the photo. Yeah. You got the chest out. You chest. were looking pretty fucking buff, I have to admit. Well, when you work at Skiff Outfitters and lift <laughs> 16 pounds before Comic-Con, you can pull it off, too. Um, little, that was an infomercial. A little, little hot. <laughs> little hot and little bothered. Hot. So 
struck the pose, came out, and like six other people were like, dude, can I get a picture? Can I get a picture? All in all, I had 20 people ask to take a photo with me or of me. Um, and my sister's like, what the hell? She's like, like, and her one friend went as like a Harry Potter character that looked like some effort went into it. Nobody cared. <laughs> <laughs> All these people that you could spit tell spent hours, weeks, months, hours and hours sewing, making costumes. Nobody cared. And the guy who ran to Walmart on his way there about a three pack <laughs> of paper towels was like the hero. Dude, I love this story. It was I mean, really fun. I love it. I had a good time. And everyone, so what my sister was like, there's like a community. like, And I have, I've had like some cosplayers there actually start following my Instagram. And they're probably like, why is this guy all I do is fish and have yeah. a post I about mean, this? The thing is, when you go to one of those things, you just, you have to go with an open mind. Well, with anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm here to have fun. Regard, I don't mm. Mm-hmm. I don't care what this person thinks. I don't get. No, I'm just here to have fun. Exactly. Yeah, and you might then not be you here for a long time, but you're here end for up a good time. Taking the show and. Yeah, exactly, and like. The. You know, I, I'll be honest with you. I've never. It's never crossed my mind. Like you know, go to. Comic Con, Mega Con, any of that, but like after hearing your yeah, experience, like yeah. I'm ready to go. I so think it would apparently absolutely the guy be a who blast. stole the show before the day before me went is Billy Mays. And like he probably had like out. one of those OxyClean really? products or something. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. Well, it was funny. There there's a photo and I forget I think it's Kylo Ren and Captain Phasma from Star Wars. It was they were five oh first members. And I was like, Hey, can I get a picture? They're like, Yeah. And they're like, yeah, put the paper towel up. And the one photographer was like, ah, oh, leans over his buddy, says something. I'm like, what's up? He's like, I had to make sure this wasn't like a product endorsement because your paper towel labels. I was like, seriously, dude? And, Dar- <laughs> and, and Kylo Ren's like, take the photo. I'm going to kill you. Like, jumps into Kylo character. Like, I will cut you down so fast. Like, turns the lightsaber on to do it. <laughs> and they, like, take it. He's like, yeah, man, this is like, you need the prop to kind of figure out who this guy is. Um, so you had anime and what? What was anime? The Star, Star War- Wars. Um, Star Wars was pretty big. There was some Doctor Who stuff. No, like movies. Ghostbusters, like, like Comic Con for like movies. Yeah, and but before. and then there was like a lot of anime, like yeah, Naruto. So did you see any little people dressed up as Ewoks? Because that's what I would have walked I around saw the whole two show. Two little people dressed as Jawas. Ah, uh, no okay. Ewoks. Tantooine. But I heard they said the costume turnout for Sunday was pretty low. Like, I would How many say. How yeah. people do you think, like. Well, I would say There it's, were over 1,000 yeah. there. I mean, like, well, probably like 4,000 there pretty easily. It, and there was probably, like, between 700 and 1,000 in costumes. So. Like, probably one in four. Mm-hmm. So. Are there booths set yeah, up? Yeah. So, so it's like a convention style? It's like convention style. You have like Artist Alley, which is like half the building is artist. Then you have your photo opportunities. Like there's just lanes and you're, they rotate in and out who's where. Then they've got like panel rooms where you can like – there was a Goonies panel where you could talk to the Goonies guys and ask them questions. You know They'd what? Tell I've you seen about stuff like it. that. Yeah. I've seen like the um, panels. Like so, after the movie, it'll be like Quentin Tarantino and the, yeah, sta- and the exactly. cast from whatever in so, front of a crowd. I've so Carl – Imagine for a moment having gone to after parties after the IFTD mm-hmm. in Orlando mm-hmm. 
imagine what the fucking party yeah, scene how would be after yeah. MegaCon. I can show yeah. you a video of what the party scene People after MegaCon are like, like out of hand. Oh my god, ridiculous! It's like a, a dressed rave. up, dressed it's up like, like crazy. I, and my question is like, do they go to the same fucking shitty dive bar that we <laughs> no, go to? They, like go arenas? Like yeah, 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 yeah. dude. Can you imagine? It's, I forgot the rolling name. into fucking <laughs> arenas like yeah. a concert venue. Oh my like god! Huge stage and everyone going nuts in the audience. Like, like rent out the hotel conference room type deal. Um, apparently, some of the like you stay at this hotel, it gets out of hand pretty quick. Stuff. Um, <laughs> my sister lives like ten minutes from the convention center. That's it. I'm going to Lefty Creek. Uh, oh, well, hey. so that was the other funny thing. I tagged Flip in that one little video wearing that hat. And he wrote, he's like, that's pretty darn funny. And a couple of buddies were like, dude, Flip talked to you? I was like, yeah, well, we talked at like the Harry Goods like benefit thing like a, about a month ago. He's a normal dude. He's a normal dude. <laughs> he knows how to talk. Yeah. <laughs> Only thing that's odd about Flip is his inability to say Miami. Yeah. <laughs> Miami. Miami. Um, I, but, I labor when I say Miami. But I, I was like, I want it. I'm going to stick with the brawny paper towel guy. Mm -hmm. Um, And it wound up paying out, but my sister was like, there's a whole group of people that will figure out who is this person, who is that. She goes, there's like some threads where people are like, who is the brawny guy? Like, how many shows is he Oh, so you're like on a forum. Yeah, but I'm like the ghost. I'm like... People I like, think that's why it was popular because everybody's thinking in, yeah, in the yeah. lane of going to those all the time. And, right. Yeah. And, what and it's like, can who's the new guy? Where do we find him? And like for what? Like a autograph? No, they all like meet up and plan for next year and they all like meet up. Like, dude, if you start getting like invites to like after hours well, parties so and shit like, for next year, part of it is like, we are going <laughs> as security. Smashing success. What if brawny guy disappears off the face of the earth and never is seen at a comic con again like dude never goes back a fucking enigma you remember, just you like, remember that year people like you remember four man. years ago that dude came as the brawny like, guy no. We've never seen him since never seen him Where'd ever again that dude never came dressed as anybody else just came one time and, and then like left. year five yeah you show he comes up back boom bam mr clean i was gonna say yeah we're gonna, there we're gonna was do. a mr clean um i don't want to step on his territory but he okay. did a pretty <laughs> flexing ben's flexing piss poor job with uh, the i mean it's just a white t-shirt shaved head exactly you wouldn't think it'd be that hard to pull it off no dude try harder next time um, <laughs> i don't think he's I don't damn think, <laughs> i'm gonna assume Way out there. Yeah. He's not listening. Doesn't give a rip. <laughs> no, just... <laughs> Doesn't even know who I am. Now, here's the curious thing. Yeah. So, what do you think the odds are that some of these people that are like, dude, I finally figured out who the fucking Brawny Man is. Mm-hmm. I'm following him on Instagram. Two. And, they've, and they actually <laughs> listen to the show... And Carl's right. How many people from yeah. MegaCon are listening to the show? None. <laughs> Pretty low. But these two people are going to be yeah. like, dude, oh, if you damn. heard the brawny guy give the rundown of fucking MegaCon, <laughs> it's fucking insane. <laughs> and all of a sudden, we're going to be like getting referrals from like some oh, fucking out of hand. anime forum. Get furry tales. Oh. No. People are going to dress up like us next year. Dude, <gasps> not the dude. worst thing. That's life goals. <laughs> That's well, a life goal. And that was what was like, 
<laughs> it was just it was like a pretty fun way to spend a day. And, oh yeah, right. No, and absolutely. And then to like accidentally wind up being the hero. Like when you really like, I went. I want to spend time with my sister and to go meet the Goonies. I didn't really care about the whole experience. Right, you weren't. And well, then it's, I you got weren't like, kinda, yeah, it's but I got perfect sucked it, into it and like, okay, I can see where this is fun. <laughs> and like for me, putting in little effort, I've been like accepted into this mm-hmm. community. Here is the perfect example, though. It's what we talk about, and people say that we're being cliche. Yeah. When we say it's not about the fish, it's about the experience. Oh, you yeah. went. Yeah. With zero expectations, other than hey, I'm going to go have a good time. Yeah. Open mind. And, and you invested yourself in what you were doing. Yep. And boom, the, the fucking return on investment was amazing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like it, not only for you, like you've got these amazing, fucking, awesome memories. You're getting photos from the the yeah. dude at work. Uh, you know, he's done the YouTube video, all that. You've got the professional guy that took your photo, and I'm telling you, the red carpet photo is fucking awesome, yeah. like it, hands down. But beyond that, it's an awesome story. It's a chapter of your life yeah. that is like. And you just went into it with the, hey, fuck it. I'm going to go spend some time with my sister. I'm going to have a good time. And it turned into this magical little chapter in Ben's story. Yeah. Now, I did do... (laughs) I She didn't want to do, like, a phone interview. But you had told me, interview people. And I I didn't really do it a whole lot. There's literally one person I tried it with. And you said, if there's anybody dressed... Well, yeah, I believe your words were with a nipple out. Um, <laughs> that is like banned. Okay. You get pretty close. But there was one girl who, like, there's a lot of mashup costumes. And they'll, like, take this and this. So she grabbed, like, Slave Princess Leia and mixed it with Jasmine from Aladdin. Oh. Oh. Hey, now. <laughs> I'm going to be honest, smoking hot. And we were in line for the Goonies meetup. She was in line on another thing, but they were moving fast. And I looked over, and I, I thought, pretty attractive. And my, uh, like, my sister like, looked over and said, she said something. She was like, do you see that girl's costume? I was like, yeah, I was just looking at that. I'm pretty sure she has a really nice personality. <laughs> like, so we got done with our photo, and I saw her walking around with her buddy. I was like, hey, uh. I'm doing this interview thing. Would you mind if I interview you for my buddy? She's like, well, not on camera. She's like, she's like, I'm just, she's there with some team. She's like, there's certain things I'm allowed to do, certain things I'm not. I was like, all right, that seems fake, but that's fine. Um, and I was like, what made you go as this? She's like, well, growing up as a little girl, I like Disney movies. She's like, and let's face it, Slave Princess Leia, hot as heck. She's like, so I thought combine my favorite thing with every nerdy boy's fantasy. <laughs> I was like, and that is the answer. I was like, she's like, also, smashing job. She goes, I'm not British. I don't use this term lightly. Smashing job on the brawny paper towel guy. Damn. And that was the end of Comic-Con. And uh, walked the red carpet and left. Should have asked her out. Well done. No, that was the no, one no, no. Done. That wasn't the one. <laughs> um, because. Pulling hose. Yeah. Well. <laughs> It's better. It's like cool guys don't look at explosions and no action movie. Oh, wow. <laughs> Hold on. Fucking yeah, drop that. Cool guys don't look at explosions. Holy so, shit. Absolute. <laughs> absolute bombshell knockout. I fucking love it. 
Just walk away. You look cool as a freaking cucumber when you get to interview probably the queen of the ball and don't do anything about it. You just walk away. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye now. <laughs> Bobber drop. out. <laughs> um, wow. so I think that's where we'll end the uh, Comic-Con report. Megacon. Megacon. I'm Mega. sorry. I'm going to get an earful from my two Megacon followers who listen to this. Well, I'll tell sure. you what. Um, That's right. I think I'm already sold on a ticket for next year. Yeah, I think, I'll I, go. I think I'm down. Um, we could go as a whole family of cleaning supplies. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I could do a repeat. You could be a Mr. Clean Magic Eraser. I mean, you could just like, well, really, it's not even the product. It's the, the persona of the product of right. this salesman. So, like, and it's apparently like a pretty, pretty, People are pretty on board with it. Um, so if anyone thinks we take ourselves too seriously on this show, you're wrong. No. We like to have fun. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Um, I will say I am Do, disappointed I, because I did post a picture of the red carpet, and I did tag Bronny in it thinking they would think like, <laughs> that's kind of cool. Yeah, pro, pro staff deal, dude. No, no, not even a pro staff. I want to be like, oh, hey. Like, that's I want cool. it to make their social media guys day. Like, Hey, so Do they have how weird is this? Like sitting around the office, some dude dressed up as the brawny guy for Megacon. Not a like, <laughs> not a not so a. So do DM. they do they have a, a a social media account? They do. It's called like Brawny Brand. I think is what it is. Well, that's what I was so, talking about, dude. I'm, so <laughs> our listeners, if you want to go send some DMs to Brawny Brand, be like, yo, why didn't she give a like to Ben Pickett eighty six brawny guy photo? He threw he threw you guys Dude, some love. It and is, didn't do anything it's kind of weird. I haven't looked at it. it I just is, tagged it. It has the blue check mark. Oh, yeah, it's 11, verified. Yeah. Eleven hundred followers. Oh, so I must be like maybe new. that's the yeah. problem. Maybe I didn't follow him. Eleven hundred followers. You don't care whether they no. like your shit or not. Trust no, me. but I would. But they have like a real. I would have thought like they'd be like like someone would have gotten a cool chuckle. Yeah, like, but oh, who that's thinks me. who thinks to go follow Brawny Brand? I can tell you one <laughs> way to get a. 20,000 more followers just to be like, yo, we got a spokesperson at Megacon. Brawny. Um, There's a dog dressed up as the brawny man on here. Oh, my God. No. By a dog? Yeah. <laughs> are you Damn it, me? man. Yeah. You know what? I'm okay with that. It Dogs may, are cool. It may take them time to find it. And, and I'm not really worried about it. I did it for me, not them. Um, so, um... <laughs> One of their, which I didn't realize, <laughs> but one of Brawny Brand's sayings is, it's not Americant. It's American. <laughs> Brawny, stay giant. Yeah, stay exactly. giant. Which is as close to stay huge. It's like right. the mashup. Yeah. Ben Siddig meets Brawny guy. <laughs> so um, I don't know about you guys, but this uh, daytime recording has really brought Ben out. Out, man. yeah. Yeah, I was talking so, to him about that. Here's what yeah, happened. Let, let, let me ask this now. Go ahead. All right. So as the employer mm-hmm. <laughs> with the employee, do you do you like do like employee development programs <laughs> at, at Skip Outfit? <laughs> we do. Because we, I feel like since Ben has like been working with Carl. Mm-hmm. There's there's been like this metamorphosis, this this creation of this more extroverted Ben. The Padawan is ah, learning. Well, right. yes. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> my learning level is five hundred first certified. Right. Um, um, official made it tonight. Right. Uh, what we do is nah. 
we don't do d- d- any kind of development. No, actually, I'd say it's almost the reverse. No, of what we do is like those weird, like we do like Tai Chi in the morning. Okay. Remember the movie where there was like an American plant? No. Made a bunch of crappy Sundays <laughs> or something. Yes, yes, I know what uh, you're talking about. We we're just talking about this. I was just talking about this the other day, and it's uh, who who played American Made or something? Like yeah, that? and it's and it's it, it's about building cars. Yeah, yeah. I can't think. And of a them. Japanese company comes uh-huh. in. They have all these like American like feng guys, shui yeah, like ways doing they're all kind do of it. Tai Chi before they work. That's what we do. Good we do a lot. We do like uh, it's hot yoga. Is what we do. You know, we oh, yeah. it's hot eat, Tai free. Chi. It's the oh, next no, big that. thing. It is getting right. dark outside. We're gonna yeah. lose them soon. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, so that's the thing. Now, now, that being said, I don't have to get up at 4 a.m. to get to work every day. I get up at 6 now. Dude, talk so, about living. For sure. Like, <laughs> it's, a, it's the life of luxury. Mm-hmm. The uh, I used to start falling asleep pretty heavy about 8. So now I've made it to about 10. I used to be pretty oh, good damn. for the first segment. And then it's just kind of hard. Like, my brain just <laughs> stops working. And I stare at the mic. I'm like, mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah, that's good. Now, it'll probably be a little bit better now that I'm, like, in this rhythm and I can stay up a little later. Probably provided that Carl and I don't work all day that day because that kind of really takes it out. I mean, that would wear a person out, yeah. Um, we only, yeah. There's only so much you can do. But a lot of the way, like, Carl and I interact today is just kind of what we do at the shop all day. Like, yep. we've got this weird habit forming that I'm pretty excited about where we'll start making sound effects for welcome to the jungle. <laughs> and we start going, jungle, mm-hmm. you're going to die. And like, we're waiting for the other people, businesses around us to be like, what happened? Where does this come from? Yeah. And we are pretty good at nailing. Yeah. That while somebody's like walking down the walking sidewalk, right down the side or it's like just rip it out. Just you see a car go jungle. <laughs> <laughs> they just look at the door like what? what? Not you. Keep walking. <laughs> um, we had a gentleman yesterday ask us like, "Yo, I'm looking for places. I'm a DJ. Oh, he you wanted host to, parties in here. Yeah, he wanted to like host like a some kind of." Illicit underground yeah. rave, and there was a part of me that was like, "Heck yeah, brother! We yeah. throw <laughs> awesome parties in here on the daily." And um, I'm like, "It's really hot." And I don't know what he said after that. I think he said, "We don't care." But yeah, he said he something like, "We're something. We don't care." And I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, "We're partiers. We don't care. Or we're millennials. Yeah, yeah. We're college students." I think yeah. he said, "We're college students. We don't care." Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think it took. The other guy in the building, about um, two weeks to get kind of used to just our shenanigans and antics, and then now he'll actually start laughing and he'll like, I wouldn't say jam out, but Tim will like, good song choice today. He's like, good, good play. He's like, it's pretty, pretty diverse <laughs> for y'all's age group because like Jameson's <laughs> like in college. I'm 27. Carl's we're playing 37. The jungle 37. Yeah, and he's like, it's like going from 80s music to hip hop to rap, and he's like, this is a pretty yeah. solid playlist. Harry, I don't know. Harry's 137. Harry's 137. <laughs> and I don't know that he has a remote idea what to do with this. So like, I don't know if he can He's hear. a boat nerd of all boat nerds, sort of. And he'll like come over and just ask gel coat questions or paint questions. And, well, when you spray this boat, why do you do it this way? What makes you choose 
all craft versus all grip in this situation. Like, he's the Tom Rosenbauer of boat building. Um, pretty informative, also boring. Um, <laughs> it's, truth bears all. Um, so I think they're finally used to us and just the amount of just chaos that goes on around us. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty fun. Well, they have to be. They're stuck in there. with them. Exactly. <laughs> hey, boys, I just got a, a message uh-huh. from Customs. Yep. And the final piece from the mailboat just cleared Customs. Mm-hmm. No duties. Mm-hmm. Even, though, even though Trump has uh, instituted the... Oh, is oh, this from Chinatown? Duties. No, this is... Uh, <laughs> that's that's <laughs> not products from Chinatown. It's China country. Holy moly. This is uh, a package from north of the border. Oh, snap. Whoa. Did Theodore... USMCA in the house. Wow. Or NAFTA, I guess we're really still under. Yeah. Um, classic fly fishing adventures... Nice. Who is that? All the way from Alberta, Canada. Oh, I hear it's lovely this time of year. We are going to have to educate the Canadians. The Canucks. The Canucks. Someone from Alberta. Carl, what size are you? Probably like XL, 2XL. Well, not give... I asked you this before. Yeah, I I think you said 2XL. Ben, you're a XL, right? Yeah. So, here we go. Awesome black classic oh, nice. fly fishing adventures Ooh. t-shirt awesome. with a gold print on it. Thank you very much. We'll, we'll hold on to these until fall when uh, it's yeah. less than uh, <laughs> nine thousand degrees. Well, outside. we're going yeah. to like a metal show at night. You know what to, I mean? Um, that would be awesome. Warm up in the day, but this is a good kill. Carl, there's a two XL nice. for you. Mark, I believe you said you were a two XL request. Indeed. Thank so you, Mr. Chadow. XL is probably Ted from one Canadian to another. There's a 2XL for you, sir. Sweet. They could have saved a lot of money on postage by mailing it to Ted at his house. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that's the thank you. way we went. And then we've got Ted sitting here in reserve, so we're good to go. Thank you from Canada to hook us sure. up. Yeah. So that's classic what is it? fly fishing adventures. Fly fishing adventures. And from Alberta. Man, they've been really super involved with the Flyberry Project. Mm-hmm. And, oh, good uh, They've got like five or six different locations um, going on up there. That's pretty cool. All right. Well, uh, boys, I'm looking at the meter and we are actually well into bonus time i say is this the longest oh, podcast oh, we're at done? I don't three so. hours and 30 minutes of really? podcasting yeah that's pretty close well to the for one. the standard crew i think that's the longest yeah. like obviously if you have pocket in the Guess, minutes like a yeah. little bit longer dang the day pretty that, proud of this it's that daytime daytime antics well, yeah, so... Nothing happening there? Uh, you're going to be fishing in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Carl and I are going to be fishing... Um, in a hot warehouse. In a hot warehouse. We're going to set up... We're going to bring his cornhole to the shop, and I'm going to bring some crappy fly lines so we can play. Yeah. yeah. What, three weeks I head out to Colorado? 
Oh yeah. You go right yeah. after the derby, like day after you fly yeah, out. Pretty much. Awesome. Sleep on the plane. Um, yep. Do yourself a favor. Go to Tipsy's. It's an eighty thousand square foot liquor store. Wow. Pretty freaking sick. Don't go by the one at the Safeway. Go by the one on the highway. <laughs> by the highway. Rocky and Mountain it is by the highway. Liquors. That's right. <laughs> um, Tipsy's is cool. Well, fellas, it's been fun. For sure. Uh, episode number... 28. 28. Taylor Trash Fly Fishing. We really fucking appreciate all the awesome packages we get. The beer, the stickers, the flies... You guys are fucking yeah, awesome. Everything, um, absolutely. We we can't thank you enough. And uh, everybody that's reached out to me from Pennsylvania, I'm gonna try my very best to reach out to you while I'm there. Maybe we can get together and have a beer or two while I'm in town. And uh, maybe I'll get lucky and catch a fish too. So uh, we will probably do our next episode after the dinghy derby. So, uh, you know, hopefully we'll see you there and you can get a little bit of Mr. Brawny in person. I dressed up. It's going to be too dang hot. Just cut the sleeves. Just cut the sleeves. Well, so that was. You could be Larry, the brawny guy. Um, (laughs) That plaid shirt, my grandfather used to fly fish. And when he passed away, I got that shirt. So it can't be Okay, don't cut it. All right. Not to end on a downer. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We'll catch you guys on the next one. Thanks for listening. And we really appreciate the support. Goodbye.